You are now tuned in to the People's Podcast Show. Episode 79 of the People's Podcast. Hello, fellow Negroes and friends. Welcome to another episode of the People's Podcast. This episode of the People's Podcast is sponsored by Cuter Than a Mug, the gift shop for the culture. Cuter Than a Mug offers gifts and custom items like greeting cards, custom jewelry and apparel, and so much more. Check them out on IG at Cuter Than a Mug or Etsy. Just search Cuter Than a Mug. And now let's start this show. I am your homegirl, Miss Asia Michelle. Hey, y'all. It's Amber Nicole here. And it's your boy, HJ, on the miggity, 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 miggity mic. Not the miggity, miggity. Wow. <laughs> okay, crisscross. Wow. Wow. Not that miggity, miggity. <laughs> Yeah, we make up the People's Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to episode 79. Thank you also to the lovely studio we sit recording in every week. All 79 episodes here. Um, the 15 midi minutes. Oh, the, the <laughs> <laughs> it was the miggity 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 miggity. Oh my god, ah. we sitting in 15 minutes of pain studios. Thank you, Uncle Ron. Joe had me slip up a little bit. He was he confused me. Look. <laughs> Shout out to Uncle Rod. We love him so much. Yes. I was just saying to Joe in the car, I was like, you know, I hope we see Uncle Rod today. Cause I want yes. I want to see Uncle Rod. Every time we see Uncle Rod, we just be so elated. Granted, you know, we love heavy. That's, that's my guy. That's the that's Facts. the bro bro. But when we see Uncle Rod, it's like a treat because Uncle Rod always going somewhere. Yeah, celebrity. I be trying to tell the people. Yeah, celebrity. You happy to see y'all too? He yeah. Don't accept it, but that man won't is. Won't be here next week. See? Um. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Well, let me just put yeah, it let out let there." Y'all know right now. <laughs> don't be expecting. So you ain't expecting. Right. They gotta get to the bag. Get to the motherfucking bag. Mm-hmm. I hear that hot shit. Well, um, since we're here, we might as well go into the first segment of every episode of the People's Podcast. That segment is called Happy Hour. Happy Hour is a time where the friends reconvene. Although we already reconvened, we're going to reconvene with (laughs) y'all. Just how our last couple weeks have been, because you guys didn't hear from us last week. We hope all of you had a good Thanksgiving. We hope y'all had a good time. I hope y'all were socially distanced and safe. And didn't mm-hmm. have more than ten people in your house because Unlike that's against some the law. Celebrities. Right. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that. Um but yeah, we hope y'all had a good time, even though I know it is tough times right now. We couldn't gather the way we would like to gather. See, for for me, and I'ma start happy out. Well, for me, if I was around, I would be cooking, mm-hmm. eating with my fam. And then house hopping. So I probably would have ended up with Joe and Amber by the end of the evening. Mm -hmm. But, you know, too many people can't be in too many places at once. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I did do for this Thanksgiving holiday is I flew to North Carolina. My god sister slash cousin slash sister, she moved down there a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. Um, She's down there by herself. And I said, okay, she's not going to spend the holiday by herself. Mm -hmm. So I went to my god sister's house and... um, me and her cooked food for like 50 people but it was just two of us so the, I'm sorry I know I had packed some pans and put it in the freezer to bring back with me but I forgot them then so she <laughs> stuck with all that food 
Um, yeah, we cooked a lot. We <laughs> cooked too much food. Right. right. Um, they FaceTimed us, and we was like, y'all really going to have all that food in the right. food y'all there? Yeah. Got double meat and right. stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah. chicken and turkey. Like yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We had right. all of that. But, you know, I think it was just good because, you know, we learned our recipes and how to cook from our mothers, our grandmothers, and everything like that. But now it's like, you know, I'm not just cooking a macaroni the way mommy told me how to do it. I'm mm. going to do it my way. She did her baked ziti her way. You know, she did the stuff in her way. So it was good to see, like, all right, when our kids come, this the food they going to have. Eat right. Yeah, so it was good. And I spent the week there. We had a great time. I love you, Simone. And I will see hey, you mom. again soon. Yes. I'm coming too, girl. You yes. You my invite, so. She uh, got yeah. mad rooms in exactly. her apartment. <laughs> so everybody could stay. But, um, yeah, I had a good time. I'm just happy to be back here with my friends in the studio, honestly, truly. Um, nothing really else happened this week except, um, I mean, I started my lock journey yesterday. So That's big news. Right. This is day two of my... Um, lock journey but you guys will get to see through the months and the years to come how my locks grow and how they progress i uh some um somebody asked me they was like well how long do you plan on having your locks my minimum right now is 10 years hmm. so um uh, we gonna see we so gonna wait, what see. you gonna do after after you turn 40 however um i probably will Ew, keep my 40? locks or i might shave my hair off again okay. Yeah, I don't know. But my minimum right now is 10 years. Honestly, kind of, I want to keep them forever. But, mm -hmm. you know, I I can't tell how I'm going to feel 10 plus years, five years from now. But I plan on keeping them at least 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm glad that you guys and the people are here to watch me go through this journey. It's a very meaningful journey. Mm -hmm. It's also very spiritual for me, uh -huh. my lock. So um, I'm excited about it. Um, I'm also excited being next to Amber and Joe. I love sitting in between them because I'm gonna be twixt them. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. <laughs> Joe, you going lock game? That's Aaron. <laughs> Aaron asked if you about to join the lock game too. He <laughs> <laughs> got Joe. Not a chuckle. <laughs> But yeah, I always like um, being in the studio with Emma and Joe. I love sitting in the middle because I can't pick which one I want to sit by. I just want to be by both of Ooh, my friends. Okay. She needs to be by both of the people. Uh huh. What's up with y'all though? Um. So my my holidays was very good. You no, know. Put your computer down because the people can't see. They can't. Oh, see I'm so sorry. Um, being on the computer. So my my holiday was very good you know uh for the first time in the very long time mm -hmm. i spent the holidays with my sister and nice. my nieces nice. so it was really good you know uh she didn't say she said she didn't need any help so i just brought the libations uh to the party and i like i enjoyed myself with them like uh colored the tablecloth with my younger nieces that's they have nice. like different turkeys we played tic-tac-toe i said oh, okay well that's <laughs> enough about um with the tic -tac -tac on the uh, on, on the, the table on the tablecloth because they have like the coloring mm -hmm. tablecloth oh, for the nice. kids so i was just like okay well um it's enough about that i'm about to joke you know how you got that cup that say mommy juice i mm -hmm. said i got i got an uncle cup uncle juice. <laughs> i got uncle juice not apple juice yes. but uncle juice yes. and i'm finna drink and i'm gonna sit down and go watch um a netflix series mm -hmm. by the name of I can't even remember. It's, a, it's, yeah, ju it's just like um, Orange is the New Black, but okay. it's like. Uh, it's similar to it. Yeah, it's okay. called Wentworth. 
Oh too yeah, bad. I heard huh? that's good. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. It's too much. I I didn't watch Orange Is the New Black, and I didn't want. I'm not gonna watch Wentworth. Whatever. Heavy Ooh. is in the chat. Heavy, Heavy. Mr. Black. What's up, that shit. Really? My uh, God. Orange Is the New Black. Wentworth is a knockoff. Orange Is the New Black is the shit. Y'all haven't seen. I it. I haven't seen it, but I, I, I didn't like the, Orange Is the New Black. The fact that I already I know stopped. the ending. Because, you know, Twitter and social yeah. media, they already, they, you having some trouble. Let me see. The okay. ending's not going to kill the, the whole series for you, I don't think. But, you know, I, I only watched um, a specific episodes of Orange is the New Black. So. Orange is the New Black was the shit. It was good. I could be wrong, but it, I thought it was the shit. Yeah. I didn't like it. No? I, I mean, I in. did like it. Hated until. it. That's what it almost sounded like. <laughs> Hated it. <laughs> I didn't like it. Somebody in the chat said, Orange is the New Black was that work, man. No. <laughs> that was the shit. Let me stop smacking on the mic. All right. <laughs> but I watched it all the way up until Poussey passed. See, the oh, fact that I yeah. know that, and it's like I don't even watch the show. I, feel like I didn't like it. It was very triggerful for me, if that's trigger some. Trigger warning in case anybody didn't yeah. watch it. Yeah. <laughs> right. It I, makes it crazier for the person that knows it, but don't know when it's going to happen. Right. Yeah, I don't know when it will happen. So, I yeah. will right. say that. Yeah, I don't know when. So they was, yeah. watch, they was watching Wentworth, and I was like, okay. So I was in my phone, like, doing different yes. things, developing content and all that other shit. Right. But it was very fun mm-hmm. um, coming into the week. And one thing I was telling um, Asia about during pre-production is one a pet peeve that I, I'm, I'm beginning to develop is if I send you an email, um, it's similar to, like, when you um, when you ask for communication about a package if you, you're ordering it. Mm-hmm. I need a step-by-step if it's in if it's delayed let me know mm-hmm. i shouldn't have to reach out to you for whatever reason multiple times multiple times so i asked one of my colleagues about a certain document that i updated and i mm-hmm. needed her to um input it into the system and then uh upload it so i'll um so i can be able to edit it mm-hmm. last week was thanksgiving mm-hmm. i sent that document that email last tuesday it is now thursday and i have not Mm-mm. so now i have person a person is still on vacation right <laughs> i had a do- i had an, I have another document so now i'm like okay well hey um i'm following up on this and now i have a additional and now i got some new shit new shit for right. you and they still ain't did the old shit right. they, and they didn't respond about the old shit right. either did mm. they respond about the new shit they didn't respond about no oh. shit. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sitting here like, all right, um, yeah, let me follow up. And then she hit me up. You know, I don't understand these people that respond to emails at the end of day. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to get a rise out of me. Right. It's it's about 4.45. I clocked out at 4 o'clock. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. My day is done. I'm, I'm finished. So she was like, oh, yeah, give it about 15 minutes. And I looked at it on my phone. I'm like. How about I'm about to give it about 24 hours? Exactly. Like, I am off the clock. I'm not. I'm not about to respond to you. But I guess one of my pet peeves is like, yo, you really need to communicate with me if there is, if you got something going on, right. if you saw my email, just say to me, hey, Joe, I'm a little um, overwhelmed <laughs> right now, or I'm flooded with work. I saw your email and I get back to you next you week. You know what works? Because this is something that I actually had to start doing with my students. Um, I would become extremely overwhelmed, especially when, um, you know, especially when my classes would overlap. And now I have like 80 students at once. Mm -hmm. One thing that I used to do, I would look at an email, take a mental note and go on about my day. But Mm -hmm. I found that that's not conducive to them. Mm -hmm. And now they feel like 
I'm ignoring them. Even though I made my mental note to get back to them, you know, within my yeah. 48 hours. Just but, sending a quick note saying, hey, I got your email. Right. Which is exactly that? what you just mm-hmm. said. I got your email. I'll get to X, Y, and Z, right. you know, when right. I can, or by this date. Mm-hmm. Right. Just wanted to let you know that I saw Sorry. it. I'm not, you know, I didn't forget about you. Mm-hmm. Just that makes the world it makes a, a It right. makes a big right. difference. I was just saying that the joke because I'm what, I'm, like, I get so many emails in a day, like, over 100 Mm -hmm. so like and from different people and i can't stop what i'm doing to do this but what i and then i was that person that wasn't responding it was just like all right i got it yeah yeah. then they like oh i'm following up i'm following up right and it works when they follow up and try to cc your supervisor or your boss like now you're doing too much right Right. so now it's just like hey got your email i'm gonna take a look into this right you don't hear from me by friday then hit me up again. Exactly. Yeah. Something and, like and, that. And, and, so it you only know, takes us two seconds mm-hmm. to do that, but it's the the the, the outcome, the ROI on mm-hmm. that small action, even though it takes about fifteen seconds of our time, mm-hmm. which could be very precious sometimes. Because right. sometimes you could be in a zone with some shit. Yeah. Right. You're not trying and to that fifteen to seconds take exactly. me out. Right. So, but but the ROI is definitely worth it. And that's one thing I do uh, also uh, appreciate is like when you IM me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It allows me to like you're coming for me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to worry about you BCCing yeah. mm-hmm. or CCing anybody. Right. I am me and be like, okay, well, hey Joe, did you get my message? Yep, I got you. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. sometimes I'm so like you said, Asia, so focused and engulfed in my work mm-hmm. that the I am is a different sound to the email because mm-hmm. the emails I'm like, okay, well I answer that later. If it's an mm-hmm. I am, like, okay, so we'll see. You know what, that person right mm-hmm. there is still probably right. waiting for you to respond. And they see mm-hmm. that that I sign when you look at it. Yeah. Right. So you right know. on the Microsoft <laughs> Teams, they be like, ooh, saw, okay. saw. They saw. Not it. a response. Okay, <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know, um, I can appreciate um a I am and yeah. a follow up or a response to my email because it alleviates some of the. Like the forgetfulness that I may have, because I may go on to something else yeah. and think yeah. that I did something. That. It's very easy. So that. now that somebody else is responding to something, because I'm paying the doctors, mm-hmm. and if I'm asking you to upload their personal documents and you haven't done it yet, they gonna come after me and say, "Well, uh-huh. I ain't get paid yet." Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, from for the aggressions from the aggression that they sent me, mm-hmm. I don't want to give it to you. <laughs> right. So, but yeah. Um. Other than that, my week was good. I was it was flowing really nicely, and I, I'm really enjoying like uh like my time at home. It's just like really precious. I appreciate I appreciate the the time that I have with working from home and mm-hmm. able to like build relationships, intentional relationships with sure. a variety of people. Sure. And sure. um, here ends my my happy hour. Um, What's up, Amber? Amber been busy. <laughs> All right. Mm. First, I would just like to cheers. Oh. My friends. Oh. On yeah. a welcome back into Uncle Ra. Over Uncle Ra. Um, cheers. cheers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Thanksgiving was really cool. You know, a couple of family members came over. We were well within our limits mm-hmm. of Governor Murphy's um, mandates right. on how many people could be inside of the house. We made sure that we were there um, on that. What was that? That Saturday, mm-hmm. Joe, mm-hmm. that you guys came over. Um, yeah, because we were supposed to go out. You no, know, we went out on Friday. Me, you, and. 
Tasha. Oh yes, I was. Saturday. So yeah, me, me, Joe, and my sister, my sister Tasha, we went out on Friday. <laughs> had a wonderful time, right? I gotta catch myself, right? right. Natasha, because right. she said her name is Tasha, child. Right. Right. But the girl name is Natasha, but she like when people call her Tasha. <laughs> 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 she don't like it when I say Natasha yeah. and I'm like girl that's your name and I can't help to call you call your name her. right yeah. so Tasha me and Tasha and Joe went out to the good place and we had a good old time on that evening mm-hmm. right. um, and then we we ended that night at some other friend's house at with the fire pit and it was a lot going on <laughs> I heard it my was, playlist was hitting that night. Ooh. It was, friend. That, I was playing that playlist on my way over here. That's, right. um, that's how that fired up got started to play. Um, but we had a good night. Shout out to Brian and shout out to Jalissa. Jalisa, uh, yeah. Jalisa, my bro and my sis. Yes, it was really um, good. The newly engaged. Shout out to y'all. Amen. Um, that was really fun. That was my, really my first time sitting around a, fire a, a bonfire like that. Really? That was my oh, first wow. time doing that. And, um... I must say I want to get one now for my backyard. Right. No, I'm lying. It wasn't my first time because I did that when I went to Virginia. But it was it was the first time where it was like nighttime and like mm-hmm. we all just chilling with drinks and shit mm-hmm. like that. So, right. And it was actually cold. Yeah, it was cold. But the heat really was doing his job. The friend mm-hmm. he kept adding the wood onto the thing, and he was adding. Uh, I don't know. If he was supposed to be using that damn. Um, what you call it, Joe? The shit you put on the grill, the right, um, lighter that, fluid. That, that lighter fluid. That man. And I said, "Ooh, I don't know if you supposed to put that there." That <laughs> man t- was sprinkling that damn lighter fluid Ooh, like he was adding like sasson he, to right, the damn. It was a lot. I'm like, friend, I don't think you supposed to do it like that, but <laughs> that's just it's working and it's working. Like, um, so that was that. We had the fire and it was keeping us warm on that evening. Right. That then was, on uh, the Saturday, we thought we were gonna go back to the place that we came from on Friday oh. to watch the quote unquote fight. But um, we ended up having our own fun oh. in my house. We had karaoke that was good. night. Shout that out to my good. baby Brenton. Them the damn girl songs said, came on. Okay. All right. The girl was in the The girl, she could read. This is my six year old niece. She was. Very competent, uh, not competent, but she was much in the competition mm-hmm. of the karaoke. She does. We don't. One thing I can say is we don't play about that damn karaoke, okay. no matter what age you are. Uh-uh, it's my turn. <laughs> Did you go already? Yo, because if why you was singing that? People wanted to know if it was their turn, and Brent said, uh-uh, "It's my turn. You went already. I'm after mommy." Right. <laughs> It was a really good time. Yeah, and my baby, really my good. baby is so smart. Right. And yeah. I just can't wait till outside opens up and I can show my family and friends that my well, at that time she'll be seven. My seven year old niece knows how to do an electric slide. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how many seven year olds and six year olds y'all know know how to do the electric slide but my baby mm. and as i was listening to that house music coming on coming over here today i just saw britain hitting that damn when you go back and you hit uh, uh, oh my baby was hitting that shit okay yeah let me tell my you my baby something. know how to do the electric slide all right i cannot wait to show off when amber told me about britain doing an electric slide <laughs> shout out to you britain i love you and you know I can app- I'm gonna appreciate all this time that we share together right, because she's gonna hate, us. She's gonna hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Amber said me and Amber spoke at like ten o'clock on Saturday morning, and she said, "You know, no, not twelve o'clock." She was like, "Oh yeah, you know, um, I got I got up at nine o'clock, and I told Britain to get up and do the electric slide." <laughs> she totally did. I said, "You Britain better." Was freshly <laughs> out the bed. All right, I said, "Can you uh do the electric slide for me?" And the baby girl got up and she <laughs> hit it. She said, "Ooh." Ooh. <laughs> Damn. Mm. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. 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 She hit that oh, back. Oh, 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 my baby know what she doing. <laughs> okay, let's see that girl, that girl, um, Britain. She, I was like, can you do that electric slide? She did it. I said, I'm gonna appreciate this time because when you get older, she gonna say, I don't want to do this. I'm not doing that. Please get away from me. Any more? And then the thing is, we treat her like. Like she's a freaking adult at times. I know time. she was with us like the majority of the evening, and she was she was hanging. The girls, I said, you cutting them corners too sharp. Right, she cut that corner a little. <laughs> she tried to head the hop. And <laughs> My baby tried to do the hop, and she don't quite know how to do that yet. So, good. but it's alright though, Britain. Uh, you you know what you was doing, baby girl. Well, I know I got the concept, but right, like Lord, exactly. So um, that was fun, and then uh, you know, we it was back to work, and I I felt offended when I opened up my email on Monday, and that my boss mm-hmm. was asking me to do things like why? Uh, where is the buffer? Day? Can I have one day to just right. get, get back acclimated to this thing called work? Right, because when it was Friday, we thought it was Saturday. Okay, and when it was, I told you, Joe. I said, dang, it don't even feel like uh Saturday. Joe said, it is Friday. Friday. That's right. why I don't feel like Saturday because it's not. Right. So it was cool though. I'm, I mean, work is work. I'm blessed. I always say I'm blessed to still have my job. Right. Um. I am. I'm blessed to still be able to do the things that I do. Mm-hmm. And um, this past Black Friday and Cyber Monday were very good to me and my businesses. Um. Thank God for loyal customers and people actually being interested. In the things that I create, shout out to um, PJ Owens. I don't know if PJ's in the chat. Oh, he PJ's is. in the chat. PJ's in the chat. Hi, PJ. Shout out to my boy PJ for having me on his um, very special episode of uh, his radio show called Icons and Convos. He did a PJ's little a PJ's favorite things. I don't know if y'all y'all know about like Oprah's favorite things list. But um, if you're a business and you on the Oprah's favorite things list, it's a good look. So for for, for I, I, I hold PJ to that same regard. So for PJ to see me as a brand to be included on his PJ's favorite things list, um, I was, really I was honored. And it was an amazing, an amazing time. Um, he had, I think, five or six businesses on that night and he utilized his platform to you know show the masses the amazing people that he is um blessed to be surrounded by so once again to my brother pj i appreciate you thank you so much for even thinking of me um to have me on your on your platform no you're the rock star my friend you are the rock star so um yeah, that was that was my happy hour. Yeah, it was dope. It like was that, so, that was such a good. You time. know how many how many gems was dropped? What? I, I was in a gold what? mine. What? If you weren't inspired from that conversation, then when I'm telling you, I don't know. Oh, the friend is in the chat. Hey, Leanne. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Shout out to the Hey Friend Podcast. Hey, Friend the Podcast. Hey, Friend. Hey, friend. Well, you know, after the happy hour, and that was we had some good happy hours. I was just so happy uh, when my friends had Facetime me 
on over the weekend and I saw my friends was outside and I said, They doing it good. <laughs> <laughs> they doing it real good. And they just called me to let me know that they was outside mm-hmm. doing it well. We was in the land of the living. <laughs> yes, y'all was. Hallelujah. Right. Um, but I will say while I was down there that I missed my friends a lot. And I don't know what I think it was on Thanksgiving, Joe. You FaceTimed us when you all my friend came on. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. Yes, and we was <laughs> dancing over the FaceTime right. together. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was it, a good moment. That was a great moment, and my cousin was there with me, and she said, oh, you miss your friends? <laughs> I said, I wanted to be like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nah, girl, but you in this moment with us. This is a moment we would have yeah, had sure. if we was all together anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um. I was happy about that. But uh, let's move on. We got a podcast to do, don't we? Mm-hmm. All right. So the next segment, do we have a Thriving While Black? I thought we did. Marseille. Oh, yes, Oh, yeah, yes, Marseille yes, Martin, my yes, little baby yes, girl. Yes. Y'all know Marseille Martin? Mm, she out here doing I things that... <laughs> M-A-R-S-I-S-A-I. Right. Uh, Marseille Martin, baby girl's out here doing a lot of things, and that's always been my little baby. Ever so, ever since I saw her, her on what's the show with Tracy Blackish. Ellis Ross? Yes, I'm telling you that meme that they got her like, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that. That's mm-hmm. been my baby ever since. Yeah, so, you know, yeah, you, what's you, up with her? You know, um, she's this is not the she's a repeat offender. Mm. And when we say she's a repeat offender, this is her second appearance on um, Thriving Wild Black. Black. Yes, girl. Because, yo, because she is doing the thing. I can't remember what we shouted her out about on the first Thriving Wild Black, but this Thriving Wild Black, we want to say. When she made that movie with um, Issa Rae. Yes. That movie. A big? Oh, big. Little. 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 Oh, little. That's little what it's big. called. Yeah. It's called Little, yeah. L- she so, was like the youngest something director, right? Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, she 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 sets she's gonna continue to set the record. Mm-hmm. Um, she is sixteen years old, and he she has set the youngest Hollywood executive producer record. Yes. Like wow! Can That's I freaking can I tell you? Come on now, black girls. Y'all are sprinkling that magic all over this. Like, uh, like a little oregano. Just a, hey, just like y'all doing it how he did the lighter that? fluid. Uh-huh. Oh, how he did the lighter fluid. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's coming up like boom. Yes. And it's, and it's what, what I love. it explodes. Ooh, mm, not explode, like, but it's like, mm, mm, it's we like, still there. Right. I love it. Like, shout out to you because it's just like, no, shout out to all the black girls because it's like, oh my gosh, y'all see the little black girls and little princesses from all across the land. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All across the lands. Across, across the lands are able to see <laughs> themselves in a little piece of there, mm-hmm. a little piece of this. Mm-hmm. You, it's a like a everywhere. A little order. It's like a buffet. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm blessed for that for my niece to see people mm-hmm. who are not much older than her. Mm-hmm. Right. To see people doing shit like that. Right. What? For sure. Right. The youngest Hollywood executive producer. Right. Someone who's only 10 years older than her. Right. Like that's aspiring. As right. Fuck. So that's like really dope. And I do um love the fact that, you know, I, besides my brother, my nephew and my father, we are the only males in my immediate family mm-hmm. and we have all we are surrounded by tons of black queens and mm-hmm. princesses and training 
that they're able to see themselves, like I said, everywhere. Yeah, sure. And I know you feel the same way Absolutely. because, like, listen, like, I see Britain more than I see my nieces. Mm-hmm. But the fact that she's able to see herself in a screenplay, yeah. she can see herself in the White House. Absolutely. She see herself on cooking shows. Right. Like, you, the sky's the freaking limit, limit. And I can appreciate it. So it's just like, hey, shout out to you, Marseille Martin. Because, listen, when I told my <laughs> friends about this, this earlier i was like yeah you know Seymour. <laughs> i was like tamar like tamar braxton, <laughs> braxton? the boy said no. no the girl i said Seymour. who is Seymour? <laughs> i don't know who Seymour is i'm oh, sorry oh. i only know the boy Satan. was talking about marseille, marseille. Right. 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 marseille. right so yeah you know shout out to you marseille martin um you know continue to do what you got to do for sure because you got it Lesson. So I'm, I'm I'm very very proud of Marseille, mm-hmm. and like you said, it's good that young girls and babies coming up can see someone mm-hmm. as young as them, or not just, not that much older than them. Yeah, say be like. You know, I did have that idea, but mm-hmm. I didn't think I was. You sure. know, I thought I had to wait till I was a big girl. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought I had to wait till I was grown. Before this is I an could aside. This is an aside. But mm-hmm. you know, I showed you guys um, the box for Luxury and Company. Mm-hmm. Being able to show Britain, like mm-hmm. she was like, "What is this? Like, what? You know, because it came in the mail and I put mm-hmm. the box together." And she was like, well, what's this for? And I'm like, girl, this is my company. And Mm -hmm. just that notion of the fact that Auntie has a company, Company. right? Mm -hmm. The fact that Auntie owns Mm something. I could tell that that was something that was, like, not yet in her thought process. And then she had to, like... It was like she was like, well, that. this is yours. Like yes. this is for this is for you. I said, yes, I made this box. Mm-hmm. I created mm-hmm. this. This is wow. my company. You know what I mean? Wow. I think it's so important for us to, to continually perpetuate that vision into our younger, not just so not, and you, not just the young black girls, young black boys yeah. too, mm-hmm. being able to show them what we are, cap- what they are capable, capable of, facts. Right. you know what I mean? What factual. they can aspire to. Factual. Factual, yeah, factual. for sure. And you know what's crazy is because we had to get the confidence and the audacity to go out and create things that yeah. we wanted to create. We had to gain that audacity. We really, and it's no, it's no shade to right. those who have raised us who came before us, but like we had to like really come to like some some type of like. I don't know, like, Mm -mm. we had to get here. And what's different now is that we're now changing the cycle. We're now breaking those chains, breaking that generational curse Mm. of, like, us not even knowing or being, having the courage to pursue our, you know, things that we want to do. Yeah. And now we're showing the young ones that's coming after us, like, you can do this. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's ever so refreshing <laughs> um, because we can see that things are changing. And I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For mm. sure. Right. So, you know, shout out to Marseille Martin. like Setting an example. Setting right? that damn example. I appreciate her and I love her for that. And all the courage that she probably had to muster up. Well, she probably had good family and people backing behind her. But at the end of the day, you're a young black girl in this America of the United United States of America. Mm-hmm. And it's not easy. So there's, I'm sure there were a lot of things that could have discouraged her. Sure. But she mustered up that But magic. honestly, that new generation, these generations, mm-hmm. these motherfuckers. 
Them motherfuckers ain't scared. No, you know what I'm they, they they don't have that fear like we have. Like, nah. oh my god, I'm taking this big risk. I hope mm-hmm. I have my whole degree to right. risk. Right, I'm risking my degree. She don't now, have no degree yet. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> now they're becoming stars at she such a younger age. She don't need one. You know what I mean? They're becoming mm-hmm. TikTok stars, Instagram stars, whatever right. it may be, YouTube stars. Look at the little boy Ryan who got the toys and shit on mm-hmm. fucking YouTube. So it's like they're becoming celebrities and becoming, for lack of a better word rich mm-hmm. at such a young age that like college college was what was on our minds right. mm-hmm. college not even on a fucking mind because like, you know mm-hmm. what it is when we 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 generation x people um we set the tone we generation y our parents are generation x because they generation z mm-hmm. we millennials are millennials right yeah we okay. y we mm-hmm. y so us um our the the millennials sorry um we are we set the tone in terms of education. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's so, a fact. so when it came to us being um, educated, yeah, we got it. So, so Gen Z came and was just like, okay, they got their degree. I don't want to be in debt because they are doing this. Mm. So let me go do something else. Exactly. And we are encouraging them to do so. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's a fact. So, like, I, unlike what our parents were. Mm-hmm. It was like, you want to do something right. else. You need right. to go to motherfucking college. Right. right. All right. Yes. Did that that's two times. And now it's something that's not talked about mm-hmm. enough. You know what right. I mean? It's something that's just not talked about enough. And mm-hmm. honestly, I've seen something that states how. You need my phone? I just need to check. Oh, sorry. Um, I saw something that mentioned how that status of having a college degree you know, it's kind of like based in like racism, right? Mm-hmm. And how, you know, being quote unquote educated, you know, goes back to like education was kind of like uh, synonymous with like white, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, and, and that's why black colleges came about, right? That's why black sororities and fraternities came about because Facts. we did not have that outlet for ourselves. Facts. So, that's a whole other conversation for another day. It is, it is, but it is real. It's something <laughs> it's to mention. Something that needs to be talked about. Yeah, yes. for sure. Like we can't like go by this without mentioning that <clears throat> right. like fact because that is a thing. It is. Um, but we gonna get to that. We gonna get to that. Yeah, on for an, sure. Maybe on another episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we always bring up these good conversations, right? When we talk, and um, honestly, we go to pre-production. And we just kind of map out, like, how it's going to go. But mm-hmm. these little gems and conversations that we bring up just happen organically right. on the show. Right. And so maybe we'll come up with, like, a theme of an episode um, mm-hmm. in the future where we can kind of talk about that. Right. I think that would be dope. And mm-hmm. we can have a few people on or join us on a live or whatever. Word, word, facts, word, facts, word. facts, facts, facts. Because I would like to know, like, for some of y'all that's join us, joining us on Instagram Live, I would like to know how you've been affected by that, how your life has been navigated mm-hmm. by that whole theme. Because um, I feel like we all been there. Yeah. Um, and we all have gotten through it similarly but differently at the yeah, same time. absolutely. You know? Um, but we're going to go ahead and move on to the next segment of the People's Podcast. Um, this segment is called The Socials. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Me, your homegirl, Miss Age Michelle, I bring you the celebrity news portion of the socials. Joe, 
You bring a different portion of the socials. I bring you what's on the tube. Oh, so you're watching TV. I, yo, that's what I do. What's on the tube? What's Same. on the YouTube? What's on the television? Mm-hmm. And what's on the movie screen? I bring you what has been seen or should be seen in the past, and currently what what I'm watching and what is stay tuning to what 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 you should be stay tuning to watch mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. So I bring you what's on the tube. Nice. Amber be bringing us stuff that we need to talk about. Yes, I bring y'all in other news, which <laughs> is the um, sometimes it could get deep because mm-hmm. I'm like the black CNN. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to compare myself to Fox News because fuck them motherfuckers. No, right. So I, I'm gonna today. I'm gonna be bringing y'all some stories that I think um, are most pertinent and, mm-hmm. and relevant to our lives right now. So, mm-hmm. well, I'm gonna start off. And give y'all the garbage news portion of the socials. Damn. <laughs> you As give me I the take McDonald's? out this, I'm gonna just get. I'm taking out the trash. You know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell y'all. All right, so the Grammys had went on their Instagrams and their social medias, and they click post. And as soon as they click post, mm-hmm. all hell broke lose no now let me tell you something the people been mad at the grammys for a long time Mm -hmm. so for me being someone who is very into music i like music is me like music follows me everywhere that's just how i that's how i operate in life but one thing is like the grammys used to be a platform to where if artists can be nominated for a grammy that means like you did it you made it it's like winning the fucking olympics or something Right. right but I think that over the years, when it comes to the Grammys, and and as I got older and understood how the Grammys work, I understand that the people that pick these nominees and also that pick the winners are white people who never listen to this music. Mm -hmm. And so I stopped rating the artists that I listened to or who was better than who by, oh, but this person got a Grammy and this person didn't. No, that doesn't mean anything. So, you know, now, like I said, the Grammy nominations came out or hell broke loose. People took to the social medias. They was ready to post. Oh, so many iOS press releases (laughs) because they just wrote that shit in their notes and then posted it on social media. Anyway, so many came out. And I saw so many artists that were disappointed and upset. And, I mean, I get it. If I was an artist that made money off of my music, that had to tour, who had to create, create like, um, EPs and videos and do all this stuff, I understand the life of a musical artist is not easy. Mm-hmm. It's hard, even if you mainstream or not. And I understand that, you know, once you feel like the your music has reached the masses, you think the the dumb, dumb people going to hear it, too, and appreciate it the same. And that's just not the case. Mm-hmm. And I felt bad for um, a, a couple people. But I will. But let me start out with the good. I will say Queen Beyonce is up nine nominations for a Grammy. I will tell you that there's other artists like Roddy Rich, Dua Lipe, Megan Thee Stallion, Janae Aiko. They're up for Grammys as well. I'm happy for them. Taylor Swift is up for six Grammys. I don't really care about that. But um, she up there. 
But then you have people like The Weeknd and Justin Bieber who took their griefs to Instagram. And, then, you know, like, I get it. Like, you, everybody could use their social media to talk about whatever they want to talk about. And I get their frustration, especially The Weeknd. Because The Weeknd was gearing up and practicing for a performance. Mm-hmm. Okay. To find out that he wasn't even nominated. Yeah, that's fucked up. And so, for him, he's like... <laughs> I wasn't even nominated. That mean I didn't even get an invitation. Right. <laughs> and I mean that technically it isn't true. Like you could still come and perform, but like why would you go perform at the Grammys and you not even nominated? Right. Why would you do that? They want him to shuck and jive. Mm-hmm. For nothing. And he's not gonna do that. And I and listen, I understand and I'm like I'm cool with that. And there were other artists like Drake, for example, who took on his social media. He said and, something about it. Yeah, and he was just basically saying, like, you know, don't be shocked that this is the case. What we thought the Grammys was supposed to be, it really isn't anymore. Mm-hmm. The 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 most important thing is that you stay true to your art. Mm-hmm. You know, be the artist that you always been. Don't look for a Grammy to validate you mm-hmm. because that's just not the case. And I thought that was nice of him, you know, to put up there for these artists that feel like well i should have been there and i wasn't you know um justin bieber is another one who was upset mind you he was nominated for a grammy but he claims that his album that he had put out recently don't give me the line about the name of it but i did hear it before however He said that his most recent album was an R&B album. Oh. However, they put him in the, uh-huh. in the pop categories. So he was upset because he felt like I created this artwork for R&B. His EP is is Beeps and Chill. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, honestly. What is it? Like Biebs? Like Justin Bieber? Biebs. 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 No, Biebs and Chill. I'm done with the both of you. No, but I did hear that. I don't know what his performance was on Saturday Night Live or whatever platform it was. It was a later. What I listened to was Changes. That's what I like. You I like I, changes. Let me see if that's changes on came out in I think this year, 2020. But he said changes was an R&B album. Now I'm going to tell you. So how but, do you switch? Is it like switching your um your license if I go to another state? Shut up. <laughs> 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 Leave me alone. How do you, no, he no, said I'm serious. the difference between his other music and this music is that like the chorus has changed and how he the said, fuck do these people supposed to know that that's what he said <laughs> he said that there's a lot of hip-hop um drum beats oh. in his music oh so you got bongos <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> i'm telling you what justin bieber said was the difference and um, honestly, I I took a listen to it once I saw him on on the socials or whatever, and he was having an attitude. I was like, all right, let me go back because I know that when this album first came out, it used to come up in my yeah. Pandora a little bit. But you know, I used to skip it because like Justin Bieber, like I don't listen to that. So, but <laughs> I went back, and <laughs> that's why he put it was put in the pop category because <laughs> right, your but, ass 
said, uh-uh. all right, all right. <laughs> no, thank they, you. <laughs> they tried to give you a chance. Right. And you and wasn't I was with like, it. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. So okay. I went back and I listened to it. And yeah, you got these hip hop drum beats, but you know, whatever. <laughs> and you singing a little whiny. He sounded like a little, like a Trey Songs Ty Dolla Sign. But some of their projects, I wouldn't put in an R&B category either. And if, and I'm not justifying the Grammys choices, but if you see the people that are nominated for R&B work, Mm-hmm. You got John Legend up there. Am I going to put changes in the same category as John Legend? Absolute John Jasmine Le- Sullivan. John Excuse Legend been playing me? bongos and drum beats. Another and bong. Right. <laughs> he been playing since for a while. And Justin Bieber wants you. He been, <laughs> wait, what's his first song that the little girls was, was listening to? I don't to? remember. Me either, but. Baby, baby, yes. baby. You think. Oh. You think <laughs> You think Good by you night. changing yourself to an uh, instrumental until now a bongo mm-hmm. that that's gonna make <laughs> not a bongo. God, it takes that's it terrible. takes one album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see where everybody going through in twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and you want to think somebody gonna listen to that extra? No, no, I'm not yeah. even listening for that hip hop drum beat you talking about. That hip-hop? shit sound like he the said re- because he had the hip hop drum beat. That's like the lady who was like. Ooh, you see what this is? Yes, hip hop. <laughs> yes, she's like, you can't walk with your feet straight like this. Ooh. You know, you have to have your feet out like this, <laughs> and then you, know you have to is? drag. That's hip hop. <laughs> That's what that is. She's like, you know, I was surprised because I went into like a restaurant yeah! and they wouldn't let anybody with like baggy, baggy jeans on. And I was just like, wow. Oh, well, all right. I guess I won't be going in there. Because guess what? That's, That's hip hop. Okay. <laughs> all right, girl. <laughs> no, but, you know, shout out to all. I mean, listen, I'm going to tell all the peoples that was nominated and not nominated. Mm-hmm. As a music like person that appreciates music literally music kind of navigates my life when i wake up in the morning it's music it's music throughout the day it's music all day my feelings when i get my feelings i start asking my friends what's your favorite song what's your favorite song Mm -hmm. like that's because i that's how i relate like what i want to know what makes you feel what song makes you feel good so to, to tell them it's just like yo fuck the grammys dead ass you know what's funny I've been feeling like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. I've been feeling like, have we been bamboozled all these mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to where we've been judging all of our artists on the fact, you know, on the 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 the, the I guess fact if or or whether or not fact, they had a Grammy, whether or not they mm-hmm. get a Grammy, or if they're Grammy nominate, like, mm-hmm. and it's like to see them not nominate the weekend, right? right. And I know that they said that that was a um like a direct backlash mm-hmm. to something. I don't know what it is that he did, but they said that like that was a direct backlash. Something, something he said, that the weekend mm-hmm. had, that had done or said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, damn, have we been bamboozled all these years to kind of like hold these artists to this certain echelon of artistry? Kind of, like, yeah. Oh, you got all these Grammys or all these Grammy nominations when at the end of the day, all this shit is controlled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You used to yeah. talk about different artists and be like, yo, you know how many Grammys she got? Yeah. You know how many Grammys yeah. they got? What that mean? Nothing. 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 All right. Well, in other trash ass news, mm-hmm. um, Cardi B had a Thanksgiving gathering mm-hmm. at her house mm-hmm. with thirty seven people. 
Oh, so she was she did she get thirty seven like three seven? Yeah, three mm. seven. So she was exempt from um the rule that was made. <laughs> she had she, they must twelve children Rona. and twenty five adults at her house. Mm. But here go the headbanger. The reason that? we know that is because she posted about it. Mm. She so actually gave, posted it. Yeah, she had posted it on the socials. Mm. Right? She said, ooh, 12 kids and 25 adults. Just like that. Lit. <laughs> Just like that. The fuck? Yes. Oh. It's terrible. So you think people was going to ask for an, in- an invitation to <laughs> Oh, the- I wish I was there with y'all then. What's his name? Offset recorded them doing a TikTok, put that on his page. Oh, what they and was it was doing. they was doing one of them dances, but it was all it was like some adults and a little bit of kids, but it was well over ten of them in that um oh, doing so, so they thing. so they had so they had a after party and mm-hmm, then thirty seven mm-hmm. more people came. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it looked like it, but <laughs> it was the people that was there already, part of the TikTok, and then Cardi had did a whole separate post, just like showing the people around in her living room, mm-hmm. and it said twelve kids and twenty five adults lit, and she put like fire emojis mm-hmm. after it. Yeah, so she posted the amount of people. Yeah, she's t- put oh, in her no. caption. She put it in her caption. What you doing, girl? And so the people was like, you know, I really wanted to spend time with my family. Right. And, and I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. And also, <clears throat> like, are y'all being safe? Right. Like, what's going on? Cardi responded on Twitter and said, we lit. Oh, no. Oh, that's what she said? Yep. And then the people came back and was like, that's not safe. It's not good. <laughs> Like, you're not doing good. So We cry. mad that you get to have 37 people in your right. house and I don't get to invite no 37 people to mine. Right. Basically. And, and so Cardi said, after that, she was like, my bad, but <laughs> your house, bad. Your house don't fit 37 people. She said, <laughs> I get tested every other day. And we also had everybody get tested before they came here. Now, you know that's a god darn <laughs> mother freaking lie. She said, nan, nan, boo, boo. Basically, it was like, I could do it and y'all can't. Uh-huh. That's basically what that was about. My but mama she said, came I back come outside. <laughs> Let me tell you one thing I'm not doing is playing with Joe. I'm not playing with him no more. Right, that's what she Screaming. said. That's, that's what she said. Funny to me. Um, but yeah, so Cardi wasn't doing nicely. Um, just really quickly, Casanova rapper Casanova has turned himself into the feds. Um, his whole his whole squad got indicted for racketeering. Um, murdering a 15-year-old and doing other illegal things. He claims that he's innocent. Um, However, the feds named him in the case, so he had to turn himself in last night. Oh, Casanova. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know the last, I don't know the rest of the words. That's all I know. Uh, Casanova. Very quickly on stories I don't really know much about, but I'm going to give you the tea. Um, A member of the Walls group Oh yes, Joe knows more about oh, this than I no. do. You can tell the people the tea. Dang, the <laughs> tea. Dang. You know, it's it's kind of sad because you know when close friends was created, you mm-hmm. would think that um, it would be called an it would be a exclusive group mm-hmm. that you select to see 
things that a lot of people aren't privy to. Yeah. Right. And the guy, Daryl from, I think his name is Daryl from the Walls Group. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you that listen to gospel music, that are consistent gospel listeners and are not Justin Bieber and think that you can just travel to one country, <laughs> one, genre one genre to another without a passport. <laughs> I mean, but anyway, yo, so he was caught, um, well, not even caught. He was sharing his relationship mm-hmm. Um with his boyfriend on his close friends group and they shared an intimate kiss and someone from his close friends group screenshotted it and posted it on social media on the blogs and everything and i mean like damn how much is your educational loans because like you know you got money for it that you that you really allow like the money to like take you over and for you to post that and um it was like sad because it's just like you know because he's a part of this gospel um group a lot of people expect it for everybody to be like um trying to say going back in the day and going saying off with his neck and all of that stuff but you know more people was encouraging him and he went to social media again Mm -hmm. on uh, monday and he posted himself in worship and you can see that he was at a sense of like you know how when you are troubled mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. um but it's just like you're more so in a meditational state where you're coming you, you may be troubled but you're coming down and mm-hmm. you're showing the people that you may have gotten me but you didn't get me yet right. and then and then under it under that post like it was like a um i don't i'm not sure how many minutes it was but it was like him in worship and it was just basically um encouragement in the comments i'm glad to i'm glad to hear that because you know one thing i know about church folk (laughs) is that they could be evil sometimes right and you know i don't feel like him being intimate with his partner is an opportunity for somebody Mm -hmm. to try to blackmail him Yes, he is who he is. Right. You know, he's, you know, prominent in the gospel music industry. But so the fuck what? Like, Ooh. you know what I'm saying? I don't give a. No, that's not the. That's, I don't fuck with you. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> nah, but, um, you know, yeah. but it is. It's also it's just a little off putting <laughs> for me because of someone who is very spiritual, has a really. A tight relationship with God The God I serve The God I know He he, he love all of us mm-hmm. And we all here for You know a purpose And if we out here spreading You know God's good word And we doing what we supposed to do My personal business Beloved mm-hmm. God ain't mad at me about He actually pleased with me With the work I do here on this earth So who are you to judge But one thing I want to say is I, I, I wish Instagram just do away With the close friend mm-hmm. situation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you just keep your business to yourself mm-hmm. And whatever you want to post you post Like you would think that my close friends Would respect my privacy Yeah but now- that's the fucked up That's the real yeah. story right. here That's the real story here Is that his fucking trash ass friend Saw an opportunity And they probably sold that video um, Absolutely, you know, and it's really fucked up that you, you know, think, and it's a lesson on both sides. I mean, you know, everybody you gotta, ain't your you close friend, know, exactly. Not everybody. That's why. That's why it's a, it's a meme that goes around that says like, 
why y'all got me and your close friends if you ain't showing ass or you ain't showing titties or you ain't showing this and you ain't showing that. I'm not putting none of that on these here internets. Uh-uh. <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> these here. I'm not doing none of that because these people who you put into your close friends, I don't give a fuck if it's only two people. Like, you just never know if and somebody people are is really out here reckless. to play you. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, fuck that. You're not about to get me because clearly his friends got him. So. Right. So, and I mean. People be adding people to their close friends when they really not even their close friends. Right. right. People add them to their close friends when they not their close friends. That's why I got to really go back and reevaluate. When I saw that story, I said, uh-uh. I have to reevaluate my close friends. And I don't read, even have one. Like, I have to redo it because I got a lot of people on my close friends. Don't get me wrong. I don't post a lot of stuff on my close friends. Like, I post things that, because, like, being in the industry that I'm in, sometimes I have my students follow me. So, I don't necessarily need my students, like, seeing certain things. Mm-hmm. You're right. So, I'll block them from my story, so to speak. You know what I mean? But... God forbid I have one student or whomever that I forget to block and then I'm posting some wild shit. You know what I mean? So I feel like, okay, the close friends make sense. But even those close friends, I got I got a lot of people in my close friends and I'm going to have to go in and actually reevaluate who I decided that's worthy of seeing. Right. Like, I don't got time for that shit, bro. Right. Like, if, even, if I have, even if I have to think about how many people... I, I'm close with and uh-huh. how should and and including how should I include them into my my personal business? Yeah. I don't wanna do that shit. Right. It's too much thought. Fuck that. Right. That's why I feel like I'm gonna do with it do away with the shit anyway. Like these memes be having these memes be trying to like peer pressure you into doing shit that you really don't even wanna do. Fuck That's that. the real fucking tea. Fuck that shit. That's dude. the real tea. Don't let these memes make you feel like you ain't crazy enough on your close friends. Right. Like Listen. do whatever the fuck you wanna do. And if you don't wanna do shit, don't do it. It's just like posting something on your personal page. Not on your personal page, but on your your, your page itself. If yeah. you know that if you're not gonna push post no like like crazy stuff because it's going to be saved forever why would you put a video up that's going to right be- like this uh, this illusion of like what you post is only up for 24 hours is a lie right because if i screen record it right. then it's a dub i mean shit you ain't got no enemies right i'm the fr- what is it my i'm the i'm my friend my fr- I'm the friend of my enemy. Is my enemy or my friend or some shit like that? I know what you're talking about, but I don't know how it goes. Right. Girl. I keep look. I look at. I keep looking it up. Right. But everybody seems like it's the wrong. The enemy of my friend is my friend. Is my friend, or the friend of my enemy is my enemy? Either way, I think it goes. The enemy ways. of my. Friend I think it's the enemy of my, my friend enemy. is my friend. Oh. Yeah, because I need my. No, friend. the enemy of my friend is my is my enemy. enemy. But I don't see. I don't believe in that. I don't need it, but that's what the people say. But I think that's how the saying goes. Or it's the friend of my enemy. I'm the friend. Is my friend. The friend of my enemy is my friend. I think that's the saying. Because mm. I don't necessarily believe in the fact that, oh, because my friend has an enemy. That that's, that's my, my enemy, enemy too. too. I don't believe mm-hmm. in that. I'm Me one of those though. friends. Well, shit. It's, that shit is like close like friends. That shit is so fucking confusing. Uh, Fuck uh, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Fuck it. Well, listen. Well, that that's gonna be the end of the garbage yes, um, part of the socials. That that's been a while. Um, the only thing I'm gonna tell you is that Cynthia Bailey is suing her ex husband Peter because he defaulted on one of them loans that she helped him open that business with. <gasps> Not bar one. Mm-hmm. Damn. Okay. Yeah, that's it. We'll talk about it later. Wow. So, Joe, um, you gonna tell us what was on TV? What's on TV was mm-hmm. a couple of things. So, you know, I was I talk about, I come to you with what's on the tube and uh, what I watched this week. Uh, I have been in a Food Network um, binge. I've been <laughs> I've been enjoying a lot of um, different foods from different cultures and enjoying the fact that um it's prepared differently from different people so i enjoy it but that's that's what i've been binging mm-hmm. uh what i've been really like watching um from the past movies uh was my first movie that i watched was coolie high mm-hmm. and that was my first time watching coolie high wow um <laughs> and you know uh i really enjoy i enjoyed it because i could appreciate uh, where we went, where we were, to to where what we came. I mean, like how what we've now become. Sorry, and I I love it. I I love the fact that like we still have the feel of um emotions. Um, yeah. Let, let me just tell you something. Okay. Black people can act. Hmm. Oh, when I'm telling you, no matter if this movie came out in 1975 or it came out in 1900 or the 2000 of 20 it it we can act and we have this talent that we can portray whoever we want you uh-huh. to believe we are and it's i love it uh so coolie high like i would recommend anyone to watch it uh like because it really like made me appreciate um friendship uh for those of you that may have never watched coolie high it's about like two it's about like five um, friends. They they are um, cutting cutting high school classes like teenagers generally do. Not unless you were a, a um, high school student in the year twenty twenty, where the pandemic took place and you were at home. Um, but they were <laughs> they were um, enjoying themselves during high school and um like cutting classes and doing things and it it made you appreciate your friendship because no matter what the situation um what situation takes place um your friend and that that argument or whatever took place it it is it's not enough to cut that person Mm -hmm. off and you need to appreciate them so i do recommend coolie high um to watch if you guys need a movie to watch um for the weekend or the week because this is gonna come out on sunday uh the present day shows that i am currently that i currently watched um i watched the new saved by the bell i watched ready for love catfish and iyanla fix my life so uh we spoke about for those of you that may have not known saved by the bell was like uh the next generation of saved by the bell so those that watched saved by the bell growing up while they were getting ready for school uh it's now the 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 children of those that went to bayside high and it's really good uh i don't want to spoil it for those of you guys that may want to watch it Mm -hmm. but um some of our characters that was an original Saved by the Bell 
is in this one so uh if you guys would like a series to watch it and it was it was a very easy watch it was only 30 minutes uh, i enjoyed it and i watched it good um catfish let me tell you something just like we said about the whole um close friend situation mm -hmm. I'm not, I was never big on sending pictures to anyone. Mm -hmm. Provocative pictures. If you don't know what I look like when I have my clothes on, yeah. my clothes off, then you don't need to know what I look like, um, period. And this catfish was like very stupid because everybody was like, oh, so sexually frustrated because they were in the pandemic and they wanted to see something like, mm -hmm. my God. It was just a whole bunch. I didn't like that episode. You ain't like cat that catfish episode. I don't like <clears throat> the fact that he was sending his body parts and then she was <laughs> sending body, body parts. parts. She wasn't sending her body parts. It was uh, somebody else. It was like off the <laughs> internet, and I didn't like that. Like she was sending other people's nudes because it wasn't. You can her. Google. You yeah. can Google. Like, hey, this body part. Damn. Because first, I don't know. People do what they do. But for me, if I don't know you and we're dating, we're online dating, like for you to constantly send me your body parts, right? Like, that's gross, mm -hmm. right? And creepy, right? Somebody in the comments said, "How is catfish still a thing?" Right? Like, you know, you know why catfish is still a thing during the pandemic because we couldn't go outside. Right. Like, my thing is, if you didn't get a new phone before the pandemic, you should order one during the pandemic, so <laughs> I would be able to see your face. Like the moment that you ever should tell me that oh I have a I have an Android okay let's go get Duo let's get Google what's that whatever let me see your face it's very hard to be able in this day and age it's very hard to be able to buy a phone that doesn't have a camera right mm -hmm. so and fuck your that whole, I ain't got no camera or my camera broke what year are you in two thousand and fucking seven like right. no. and for me to believe that your camera broke you oh. know what's sad though it's still people and this is for my lack of a better term but it's still some corny ass people out here mm. that will be on the internet all day people. long and I don't want to say it like that but like <laughs> people who aren't really outside and right. interacting with people and they get online on these different oh, and they, they lit and they lit yeah. and so they carry these lives and they start believing this stuff like mm -hmm. and you would think like that's stuff that used to happen when we was young like when people didn't know no better but there are grown people right now who really think like yep I'm online I'm on this game and I met right. this somebody in the chat and then we started chatting and I'm in love you don't know who that is yeah. listen to me we out of love the moment I say, can I um, let, turn on your camera? My front camera broke. Oh, well, all right, good night. Well, it's listen, I'm going to need you to prop your phone. I'm going to teach you. Prop your phone I'm up. I'm going to teach yeah. you how to do it. And then stand in front of your back camera. Facts. Like, who do? Listen to me. I ain't got time. Uh, you you probably got time, but I ain't got time. Man. And then you sending me money? There's <sighs> uh -huh. a whole bunch of shit that catfish, you know. I watch the catfish because I be like... Listen, I'm using it as a um uh what is it book of dummies or whatever it's called. Uh -huh. 
Like I I need to see what the, the tactics that the people is playing. So I don't want you all to play it on me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's it. Catfish was all right. And y'all fix my life this week. We was with Lisa Ray. And, you know, I just feel like I could have did without this episode because. Ooh. Yeah, it was a waste of time. The queen. What did Lisa queen Ray say? Mother, the queen mother. The, the queen, queen and the, the princess in, uh-uh. in, in, in training. Mm-hmm. All of y'all is the same people. And mm-hmm. I could have did away with all this episode <laughs> because queen mother, you don't. You still is stuck in the mud. She's stuck in her ways and she not changing. And then queen, you you want to look for help. Stuck in her ways and not changing. Right. And then princess. In training, stuck in her ways and not changing. We we got triplets, and Mm -hmm. I ain't got time. Like like we just uh, listen. It's terrible. It is sad to see that. And then the fact that Lisa gonna say at the end, oh. Can we, can we do a part two? No, no, no. The ratings is going to go down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that. I don't want to look at y'all no more. Try Dr. Phil, something that come on daytime TV where mm-hmm. nobody's going to watch it and then try to come back. Y'all said, I'm going to check on y'all in six months. Y'all said, y'all not coming back up here and wasting my episode. Right. And somebody say in the comments, say, I get... um. And all of a sudden, Lisa has been so nasty, and I get it. Yeah, because she went to Yanla and she was searching for an answer. And you remember that episode of Yanla when the man put, when she put the man face down? In the hole? <laughs> <laughs> Talk to your ancestors. Talk. In the dirt, she told him to lay there in the dirt, put his face in there, and speak to his ancestors. Y'all could go have, y'all could go have a freaking seat. Somewhere, Mm-mm. um, and mo- movies and shows are that that's to come. Um, tomorrow on December fourth, twenty twenty, is a remake of Selena. Mm. I didn't, th- I, you know, I don't know how I feel about the remake of Selena because honestly, me I didn't have a problem with the one that we watched. Yeah, yeah. I'm still watching it. Uh, yeah, I like I like Jennifer Lopez. Listen, I don't, I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. Me either. Kids, if y'all want to watch Selena, just ask for Netflix to put the old one on. Right. Because I'm judging now with this new one that's yeah. coming out because I know the old one. So it's just like, all right, y'all want to come out with a remake. You must be telling me something I don't know. Yeah. There must be somebody acting as Selena that's about to do it better. Like, I don't, and I don't necessarily believe that because... One thing that TV is doing that these people are doing are they're taking things that are nostalgic and mm-hmm. trying to remake them. Right. These things are nostalgic for a reason. Right. Just like I um, don't want to see it done in 2020. Just like um, coming to America remake. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. need to. I don't need to buy uh, to know about no illegitimate child mm-hmm. that that Prince Jamunda had. I don't need to know about that not because Prince Jamunda. <laughs> well, that's not who he, he, Prince of Zamunda. Oh. Prince right let me tell you something j-lo well well you know whoever he is mm. let me tell you something j-lo played a selena up until now like i i really thought that was selena playing that damn selena J- 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 selena died in the movie no i'm just saying like j-lo played a very good selena and she looked like her like i don't listen oh i hit hit the bell myself <laughs> right zamunda 
Jamonda. <laughs> Listen. Oh, you looking at the chat? The <laughs> chat, <laughs> you know. Well, let me tell you something. I, okay, Prince Akeem, that's mm-hmm. who he is. Okay. You know who I was? Okay, <laughs> whatever. But anyway, Selena, <laughs> we'll talk about it. It's coming. Let's talk about it next week because it is coming out tomorrow. Which, when this show airs, is going to be. Friday, so let's talk about it next Thursday and see what we what's the difference. Right. Because if um, what's the lady that put the guns on her? Hi, Selena, that was my best friend. That was I love her, her so much. What's her uh, name? That's the lady who killed her. Yes. What's her name? Alpha, yeah. Don't okay. Her. I never had a gun. Selena can kill me. What did she say? I was Selena was my best friend. Oh. And I said, my God, oh. go to jail. Shit. I went, Is she still in jail? Mm. Oh well, come on, 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 come Yolanda Vega was the one with the with That's the a lot lottery of lady. Mm-hmm. Yolanda Vega, she used to flip those numbers like it's the crazy. Yolanda Vega. My name is Yolanda Vega, and she was just like Vanna White flipping them numbers. Oh, but oh. yeah, Yolanda Vega did not kill Selena. We That's know. somebody else. We know. Yeah, I guess we gotta Como Como wow, wow, still saying the wrong thing. Right. That's fine. Just... English is my first language, and not Spanish. Okay, all right. Clearly. <laughs> Shut up. What else you was watching on TV? You saw coming on yes um stand the stand um is a limited series that's coming on on cbs mm-hmm. on december 17th um uh stand the stand is a um a book from stephen king mm-hmm. and you know it's with uh whoopi goldberg and i'm it, it, it kind of caught my attention because when i saw whoopi and i saw cbs i didn't really see the correlation mm-hmm. and you know i really don't watch cbs too much but because it's whoopi i'm i guess i'm gonna watch it it's a limited series and that comes out december 17th and you know i want to see what it's about um because you know whoopi does her thing and she only p- picks selective selected um shows and movies to be in so um i'm very interested to see how this is gonna come out um i have two more last but not uh the second to last is wendy williams movie on lifetime let me tell you something yeah tell me about it i don't know how i feel about this wendy williams movie but i'm about to watch it I'm about to watch it because mm-hmm. I need to see the things of the things. That's, Are you yeah. interested to see the things I'm of the things? I'm very interested. Um, I, for those, a lot of people don't know, the reason I ever got on the radio is because of Wendy Williams. Is that the reason? I followed her ever since I was a young girl. And I knew her story was tumultuous. Mm. Yeah, I never did them things that she used to do. But also, I just love the how she she was mad gully on the radio. Like right. she used to talk about everybody and everybody business, and she ain't care. Mm-hmm. Although she had received some backlash, so I have followed Wendy's life ever since I was a young girl. So I'm very interested to see how they're going to depict her life in this movie because I know the tea, beloved. 
Right. I know the real tea. Right. Um, you know, I'm very interested to stay tuned on what was happening because, you know, I really didn't know too much about the Wendy Williams um, experience. And um, <laughs> and I'm very interested to see more. Uh, and, you know, let's stay tuned on. I don't have a date on it, but let's see how this goes. Uh, stay tuned to um, next the uh, next couple episodes where there may be a release date and we can um then come to a conclusion on when we gonna when we gonna all watch it because we could just turn this into like a a movie night mm-hmm. um my last but uh certainly certainly not least uh it's not a show and it's certainly not a movie but i want to say that um sister soldier oh Sister Soldier, for those of you that were raised in the 2000s, the 99s and the 2000s. And if you know about the Sister Soldier and you know the season is the coldest winter ever. Ever. I'm telling you right now, beloved, read your books. Read your books. Reread your books. Oh, it wasn't the books we should have been reading, but listen. Wow. Sister Soldier is coming out with the coldest winter ever (laughs) sequel, which is entitled life after death and it's great because i'm like damn you know i like different things like that and i hope she doesn't disappoint us um it's just like when um true to the game came out and i was just like what the hell is going on why y'all came out with a movie and i really i really would have um appreciated that they didn't come out with the movie because when you read something you have this whole imagination of what it looks like and then you look at it and it's like that's not what i depicted the scene right. to look like it becomes trash but nonetheless um i'm very willing um and ready to listen and watch i mean not even watch read um the coldest winter winter ever sequel and here ends what's on the tube for sure thank you for that joe i'm excited um actually to watch like what's about to happen on the television (laughs) i would like to see this selena remake i would like to see this wendy williams movie i i just want to see what the people gonna be doing because i'm skeptical about it um however i'm skeptical about a lot of things and one of the things i'm skeptical skeptical about is What's happening in the United States of America (laughs) and in this world? But the reason why I'm at ease about it is because I know when I get here on Thursday, Amber's going to tell me what's really happening. Um, You heard what's on on a tube. You heard the garbage portion of the socials. But now we're going to give you in other news. And that is a segment where you hear the news that you need to hear. So... Let me not even hold y'all. I'm going to give y'all to Amber. She got y'all. Um, well, first of all, let me say, you know, Mm-mm. it's very hard to decipher or decide, like, what's worthy of, you know, mentioning on the show, considering the state of our country. Um, right. And I'm going to preface this with you need to be watching the news, period. If you are a person that does not watch the news and you rely on the people's podcast for the news, shame on you. Mm-hmm. Um, because, shame on me. <laughs> like, you know, we, I ain't the, I'm not CNN. I'm not the one who's going to give you everything. I'm just going to give you guys 
some things that I think are interesting and or entertaining. Um, but for the real deal, holy feel shit, like mm-hmm, y'all need mm-hmm. to really watch the news and like stay abreast of the shit that's going on in the country. So um, that being said, first, I want to talk about the fact that um, President elect Biden had stated that uh, he has asked Dr. Fauci to be a chief medical advisor mm-hmm. and stay on as part of his administration administration's COVID-19 team. So shout out to that. Um, right. He also said that after his inauguration, he plans to ask the public to wear a mask for at least 100 days. So I want to put this into perspective. He is this is now, you know, at that time, it will be President Biden. Mm-hmm. So this is now him being the president. You know, this these are things that we might not not we because I can't speak for myself because mm-hmm. I'm a normal thinking American citizen. But mm-hmm. there are some American citizens who believe that the president is only their president and not the president for other people. Mm-hmm. And some people have forgotten that the president is a bipartisan member um, not bipartisan in terms of like his party, but he is the president for the people, Facts. right? Um, he is a president for the Democrats and the Republicans, unlike the person who has been in the chief officer position for the past four years, who has seemed to be the president for only Republicans. Um, so he's stating that he's asking the public who the public encompasses both Republicans and Democrats um, to wear a mask for at least 100 days. And he says, quote, I think we'll see a significant reduction. So I don't know whether or not that'll work or not or if that's true or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. But he did say that after his inauguration, that's going to be one of his um, first asks. So uh, secondly, I wanted to touch on uh, the fact that former presidents um, Barack Obama uh, George Bush and Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, I should say, and Bill Clinton, they're offering to get their COVID-19 vaccines publicly to show that it's actually safe and to encourage others to be inoculated once the U.S. Food and Drug Administration authorizes a vaccine. So I will point out that President Barack Obama um, stated that he will take the vaccine once Dr. Fauci says it's safe. Uh-huh. Um, Biden has, you know, jumped onto that same claim in terms of like, you know, they're going to wait for, for Fauci to say it's safe. Uh-huh. Um, but, you know, it is a fact that the three most recent former presidents hope that this awareness campaign will promote confidence in its in the safety and effectiveness of the vaccine. And um, it will be a more powerful message as American public health safety officials um, try to convince the public to take the vaccine. So, right. quote, the fact that the fact of the matter is that the vaccine um the vaccines are why we don't have polio anymore. The reason why we don't have a whole bunch of kids dying from the measles and smallpox and diseases that used to decimate entire populations and communities. This is a quote from um, former President Barack Obama. Um, and, you know, those are facts, right? Those For are sure. facts. Um, I try to use the platform of the People's Podcast to you know, spread facts when we're talking about this in other news segments. So it's very important to recognize um, that, you know, vaccines have worked. You know what I mean? Um, There's a lot of memes and funny videos going around right now, you know, which even though it could be used just for some likes and some laughs, but they could be really detrimental to um, 
people taking the vaccine or people not taking the vaccine, especially in the African-American community. So um, I will say that I don't know, you know, how I feel about taking the vaccine, Mm -hmm. but we can't ignore the fact that what President Barack Obama said is true. The fact of the matter is vaccines are why we don't have polio anymore. Mm -hmm. The reason why we don't have a whole bunch of kids dying from measles and smallpox and diseases that used to decimate entire populations and communities. Those are just facts, right? right? We can't ignore the facts. And that's something I will always ask of my fellow African-Americans. You know, let's let's not be fully... um, anti-establishment facts in terms of vaccines because we've all gotten our shots mm-hmm. let's not forget that and it seems that a lot of people are forgetting that we all had to get our shots to go to school we all had that little immunization card but it wasn't our choice sure it wasn't our choice but it was a choice of life and death facts you understand what i'm saying You're like right. you know you know who literally the reason polio does not exist anymore is because of vaccines, mm-hmm. you know? Like that's literally, like polio had the life expectancy of a a, a human of uh, like in like their 20s. Mm. Right, you're and right. And because of the vaccine, people have lived and, you know, done what they no, needed to do. So mm-hmm. I'm right. just saying, yes, it wasn't our choice, but it was literally between life and death. Right. Now mm-hmm. I say that with a grain of salt. Right. As in, I don't know how I feel about taking the vaccine. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about Operation Warp Speed and the fact that the FDA, I mean, um, Pfizer has literally, I think a couple days ago, asked the FDA for emergency usage already in the UK. So I think the vaccine is already being administered in the UK. Um, We can't help but understand that's very soon going to happen here. I think they have 100 million doses ready for the United States. So... I don't know. You know, we never been at the age to where we now are cognizant of things and we have rights and we have not rights, but we have opinions and we we can make our own decisions on shit. This is our first time being here. And it's scary. For sure. We we got some people in the comments. Um, One person said the vaccines are not thoroughly tested. So the side effects will be crazy. My mom works in a pharmaceutical field mm-hmm. it'll be okay to take but understand the side effects have yes, not been tested I agree with that. Uh-huh. and um someone else said polio is no comparison to what covid is but yes it's a fact that it's almost not relevant but what i and then someone else says pfizer is one of the best pharmaceutical companies as well and they have another company that has a vaccine drop it at the same right. time mm-hmm. so there's a lot it's of Moderna and it's pfizer i mm-hmm. would like to ask the person who said Polio is no comparison. Uh, summer of 69. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate on what you mean by polio is There's no, no comparison. comparison? Are you saying it in terms of the widespread? Like what's the compare? Like what, what then what would is be? Because no is one death more important or weighs more than another death? Or what? like what does that mean? Mm-hmm. My whole thing with that is coming from uh, the healthcare industry. Like how easily the turnover time once you have a vaccine mm-hmm. um, and for you to forget about that um, that infection 
Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like, okay, we got the vaccine infection. Go ahead. A couple years ago, there was Ebola. Mm-hmm. There was a couple other things before that. There was swine flu. And then the vaccine happened. That's it. But does that still mean that those things are still there? Right. Yeah. Like, right. What ha- is right. the vaccine still right. out there? And that's one of my concerns is because it's just like, yo, like, I don't want to be a test dummy for anyone like no, like like i do I, I did see like like everyone probably who was watching the news the hierarchy of those that are going to get the vaccine and i'm afraid that is your vaccine going to be less mm-hmm. uh going to be a, a higher strain than mine mm-hmm. um because i'm black um because you know when this whole um pandemic came about what happened was Black people thought we were immune to it because they weren't giving out the black numbers. Mm-hmm. But that's so ignorant. But that, but that's but that's that, so ignorant, and that's what's so detrimental to, to our community. Yeah. Right. That we fucking believe in these dumbass fucking conspiracy theories right. that literally have no basis. Right. And make no mm-hmm. fucking sense. Right. As if the, like as if there's a black gene. Right. As if there's something it's, that makes me different. Right. And like in, in terms to of it. genes, mm-hmm. as opposed to a fucking white person, we're all human. Right. Yeah. That, and that, like, and that, that's so stupid. And the the real the real disease the real disease is the uneducated pool of racial communities. I'm not just gonna say African Americans, but I'm gonna also say every community. If you're uneducated and you believe everything that you hear on the internet, do you know how like detrimental that is? Right. Because now you're you're pushing those inac- inadequacies, right, and those like inaccurate fucking details off to your family. And right. now your family is pushing that off to their friends. And their friends are put. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. You know, I'm not one of these people, to, you know, that, 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 that jumps on to these different ideologies and things like that. But what I will say is I am a person that will do my research. Mm-hmm. I am someone that's going to actually try to find some truth or not truth in some shit that I've heard. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people that'll take things at face value. Right. And that is and, what's dangerous. But you know what it is too? That no one gave a lot of they they didn't give us like any proof that we were immune to it, like you said. Mm-hmm. But there were um but they they didn't have any studies. So mm-hmm. it's just like it's not like I can go into the lab myself and say, Absolutely. Hey, it was so, literally the first time it happened. Somebody right. said like um COVID is more transitional and able to mutate, I guess that's mutate more than any disease in the past. But my thing is yes, there may be more strains of COVID, but there's strains of the flu. Same. So that was gonna be my point, right? So so the the person who commented that polio polio is not like COVID. Understand this is the first time we seeing COVID and when polio came out, that was the first time they seen polio. So they had to come out with a vaccination for polio that might not have been as in, you know, like polio now we get like a vaccine for polio when you're a baby Mm -hmm. but do you know where that vaccine was years ago when polio first came out like when polio first came about and people didn't know about it they were given vaccinations not knowing how that vaccination was going to take place so now you know they coming out with covid vaccinations not everybody is going to take to those vaccinations that's my second point people you need to know your body you need to know your health. You need to be um, in tune with it. I would say for myself, me and vaccines, we don't really go well. 
I have a right. terrible immune system. Right. The first time I got a flu vaccination, I had the flu ever since. My body doesn't take vaccinations mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. which is why I won't be taking a COVID vaccine, mm-hmm. a vaccine because I'm going to be sick. And I don't want to have COVID because I got asthma. Mm-hmm. I, you know what I'm saying? So it's those things you need to know about your body. But then also, like, you know, looking back into history, like, when these diseases come out and they come out with these vaccinations... Trust and believe these um, diseases, when polio came out, when COVID, when swine flu came out, mm-hmm. nobody seen that before. And so when they started handing out vaccines, it was never no guarantee that these vaccines were going to be 100%. And nothing is ever 100%. At, nothing but, is ever. But you know what it is with those uh, with those Things develop viruses, over time. they were not as, they didn't go, they didn't spread as far as COVID did. Mm-hmm. With it, Ebola, I remember being in the hospital. Well, with polio, yeah, like polio was something they never heard of, and so many people died from polio. Well, I, until, I wasn't, I know. wasn't around with polio. No, I wasn't Not either. Ever. I just read right. about it. So, and so, so when like I'm, when that. I'm saying, we still got the vaccine, right? Mm-hmm. So, but what I'm saying about Ebola, I was in, I was an administrator at a hospital facility, having to teach my physicians about Ebola and how people. Um, confuse it with um, diarrhea because you 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 got like you got diarrhea and then you, you got the stomach virus and it was just like so many things you confused it with and it was just like well if you if you have a patient that came in with stomach issues and they they, they say they have complications of the stomach and or diarrhea this is what you do like you got to make sure that it's it's is it really diarrhea or mm-hmm. is it Ebola but it didn't get as far for us to do that do any major testing of it so when it comes to this because it got so far that's the reason why i was just like okay i the only thing i can compare it to is the flu and yes i may have been more so uh i was able to handle the flu vaccine because uh more than you did asia Mm -hmm. but what makes you think i can handle the covid vaccine because the thing is you have to inject some of the the virus inside of you Mm -hmm. for your body to say hey i'm I'm gonna fight it they gave me the flu right expecting my body to fight the flu right what did i do get the flu and I've had the flu ever, every season ever since. And before I took a flu vaccine, I never had the mm-hmm. flu ever in my life. And then until I took the vaccine, bam, that's it. So I know my body. Right. My body cannot take vaccines like it did when I was young. You know, those, those vaccines that have been developed over time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And maybe those vaccines that have been developed over time have been made to where somebody like me is able to take that vaccine. Right. But a new COVID vaccine. Like literally the fucking a few months right. after right. it's been. I like, don't think my yeah. body can take that. I think that I will get COVID and I think that I will die. Because I can't you take don't, COVID. We don't, we don't want to. I mean, not, not that. Knock on wood. But you know what I'm saying? The effects of COVID and the underlying conditions that I already have, right. I don't think a vaccine will be healthy for me. Right. And, and, and so I'm like, not doing one that. thing we need, to, we need to understand is, like, refrigeration rates. Mm-hmm. Like, how long it, like, how long is the vaccine able to last in the refrigerator before mm-hmm. it starts to fo- uh, spoil? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the thing is nothing, like, it's, like I said, to a, to attack this 
debate or conversation thinking that anything is 100% right. is nah. a detriment. Nah. Right. Um, right, right, right. When polio was out, you know, I'm sure that the very first batches of, co- I mean, the polio vaccine ended up in deaths. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. iffy. And it's scary. And I, I think that, again, I think that the majority of our peers and us, the reason that we give a fuck so much is because this is the first time this has ever happened for us. We don't have no shit to compare it to. Our parents have polio to compare it to. Mm-hmm. Our parents lived through that or they were like very small babies when, when that shit happened. You understand what I'm saying? Like now, like we know about polio. We know we had those immunization cards and shit like that, but to have lived through it. Right. To have lived through it, right, is is a completely like different thing. And now, again, it's a different world than it was seventy years ago. Right, and right? the thing when is, polio be- was lit, <laughs> and, and we don't want it to be us. Right, we've lost so many people in twenty twenty. Right. So the fact that we need to, we are maybe the test dummies. It may and hurt. And not only that, we're one of the. We're probably. I'm not. I, I'm gonna hold you, but I think millennials are like the most educated this is me just throwing some numbers out there but like we're a pretty educated demographic right in terms of i'm not just saying medically i'm not just saying medically but just in terms of like worldliness right Mm -hmm. having a worldly view perspective um being Mm -hmm. cultured on certain things our parents parents were not necessarily that right they just did it because everybody said let's do it like we were cultured to not only literally different cultures um but just different people of so many different walks of life right that our parents and our parents parents probably were not privy to right so i I just think that our opinions you know we now are not only worrying about ourselves but we're also worrying about our parents Mm -hmm. right right again this is not something that they were they were thinking about the they were the babies at the time our parents i'll say you know like i don't know when polio i don't know 49 48 but you know my mother was born in 1958 so she was a kid you know when it was lit when it was wilding so she ain't have no saying that, like you said. When she ain't have no saying that, but now us in our thirty, early thirties, we have kind of like an opinion about this COVID Facts. shit, and it's like, all right, I have myself to think about. I have my parents' health to think about. Their pre-existing shit to think about. Damn I think much. it's just way more decisions to be made, um, and I think we should just just go about it in 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 educated way, right? Like, do your fucking research, like. Don't just be a, a test dummy, you know, like y'all said. Like, don't just hop on some shit because everybody or your doctor says to hop on. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, right. That's my two cents on the COVID shit. Um, we can have a whole show about that. Right. <laughs> um, what else did I want to talk about? Let's see. Also... Uh, the UK is the first Western country to actually approve. I was saying that earlier to approve the COVID nineteen vaccine. Mm-hmm. So their first shots actually roll out next week. Okay. Um, the United Kingdom is the first nation to approve the Pfizer and BioNTech's COVID nineteen vaccine, a landmark moment in the coronavirus pandemic that paves the way for the first doses to be rolled out across the country um, next week. Not our country, obviously. We're talking about the UK. Um, a final analysis of the phase three trial of the vaccine shows it was 95%. I want to talk about this effective rate mm-hmm. real quick. Let's understand. We've been working with shit that's been in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Effective rate. 
This shit is 95% effective. This is unheard of to these scientists. Mm-hmm. Right. So I just want to make sure that we're keeping all the facts in mind mm-hmm. when we're making facts. the decision to take this Whether vaccine or not. Or not. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying to take it or not. I'm just saying make sure you have all the facts at hand mm-hmm. when you're making your decision. Right. Um, shows it was uh, 95% effective in preventing infections even in older adults and cause no serious safety concerns. The company said last month, the announcement means that the UK has vaulted uh, past the United States and the European Union in the race to approve a vaccine months into a pandemic that has killed almost 1.5 million people worldwide. Um, Starbucks, this is a quick little story. Starbucks is giving free coffee to healthcare workers this month, if you didn't know. So what Um, you gotta do? You have to, uh, Starbucks will be giving away free cups of coffee to healthcare workers and the first responders who have been working during the COVID-19 pandemic. We want to show our deep quote. We want to show our deep gratitude for those who support and protect us every day with a small gesture of kindness and a cup of coffee, uh, said Virginia Tenpenny, Starbucks vice president for global social impact. This giveaway also extends to other hospital staff like custodians and security mental health workers and active duty military. Okay. Um, I assume you just need to show your ID. Okay. Um, Biden readies the major stimulus push and the flurry of executive actions in his first 100 days. Um, I am leaning towards that we're going to get another stimulus package. Like, who knows when the fuck is going to come? Um, he tweeted out, help is coming. Uh, President-elect Joe Biden and his transition transition team are preparing for an early all-out push to pass an ambitious new stimulus bill while also drawing up plans for a flurry of executive actions aimed at delivering on campaign promises and undoing the Trump administration's efforts to undermine key government agencies. Biden will be inaugurated in January with a pressing mandate to confront simultaneous and interwoven public health, economic and racial crises. That's a big deal. That's a big fucking deal. Um, At the same time, his team will take over the work of spearheading one of his one of the most complicated polit- politically fraught mass vaccination campaigns in American history. Um, Biden's agenda for his first 100 days in office will, according to both the close those close to him and outside groups, that they will center on two key avenues of action. One, the passage of a broad economic aid package and where legislation is not necessary a series of executive actions aimed at advancing his priorities. So he got a lot of shit planned for his first hundred days. Um, we already mentioned uh, Marseille Martin earlier. She's the she set the record as the youngest Hollywood executive producer. And I just wanted to touch on one thing. So as we all know, Rudy Giuliani is <laughs> President Trump. Uh, well, I'm going to call him Trump because if y'all watch CNN, they don't call him President Trump no more. <laughs> they call that man Trump. Right. So Trump's attorney's name is Rudy Giuliani. And I'm going to play about 15 seconds of the testimony of the star witness in Giuliani's latest case against the fraudulent voting that apparently happened um, in the last uh, election. I just want y'all to hear what Sis is saying. So let's let Representative Johnson ask his question. <laughs> so the poll book number, there, there's two things that could happen here. Either the poll book number, if ballots were caught multiple, multiple times, there, there's two options. 
I'm a fast take a look again. Option number two is that they essentially were were filling in names of people who didn't vote. That, Dead that, people too. So mm. is that let's let that Representative Johnson ask his question and then we so she's interrupt, okay. interrupting him. Right. Sounds very familiar. Why, we're not seeing the poll book off by thirty thousand votes. That, that's not the case. What did you guys do? Take it and uh, do something crazy to it? Oh, not something crazy. I'm just saying the numbers are not off by thirty thousand votes. So I know what I saw. That they're filling in. I know what I saw, and I signed something saying that if I'm wrong, I can go to prison. Oh, what did you sign? Did you? Did you? Okay, we're. I don't know what here. baby girl yeah, was drinking. Uh, hold on. So are we saying that? The I just want y'all to hear off. the slur. Completely off. off that thirty thousand. I'd say that mm. poll book is off. What is that's a poll book. That poll book. Why don't you look at the registered voters on there? How many registered voters are on there? Did you do you even know the answer to that? Do you know it? I just want y'all to know, <laughs> and y'all probably already know. This is the quintessential exhibition of white privilege mm. because at this point. at this point it's a fucking joke right like you got rudy giuliani pulling his lady up to be the star fucking witness key witness in this case and you know uh trump has pulled all these lawsuits across the country for fraud voter fraud and literally not one court has seen any substance in his argument or in his his case and all of them have thrown them out and i just wanted y'all to hear who they're bringing as their key witnesses. Right. It got to be strong. Like, this is a woman who looks like, sounds like, and looks like she hit like three lines before she walked into the court, the courtroom and gave no fucks about anything that came out of her Rudy was mouth. tapping on the back like... Right, all right, girl, that's enough. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, this. I just, I just... You know, Jan- when is the inauguration date? The 15th? Whatever day it is. 20th. 20th. Please I'll let January 20th come with the quickness because this wait. man, he got to go. Right. He got to go. The Somebody resigned today. Uh, the the chief, something communi- communications or something in Trump's cabinet. She resigned today. Mm-hmm. So, talking about she resigned to pursue other opportunities. It's uh-huh. like, y'all know this shit is over. Uh-huh. Listen. Why y'all not telling the man who, who's employing you they don't go that to this jail. shit is over? Someone please call Somebody, please. please. Yeah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> Pick the phone. Right, because but this yeah. shit is a joke. She That's just auditioned for Yo. her um, next role on Saturday Night Live. Seriously, oh, I can't wait for the for this weekend's uh, SNL episode. Oh, you uh, know they're gonna, gonna get see. They're gonna put that you lady. You know they're gonna get her ass. Right. I love so. SNL just for stupid <laughs> shit like that. Right. So but that's all I got for in other news. Thank you for that. Anne. That was good. Sure that was good. That was good. Thank you guys in the Instagram live for you know. People is engaging. I appreciate it. I, I can't see it. I'm far away. But yeah, but we I, I appreciate we appreciate y'all. the engagement and that you guys are even in, like taking part of our conversations yeah. because I think a lot of the things that we talk about on this podcast is not just our opinions. We we take your feedback, but then we, that right. gives us a chance to teach each other to have these conversations that wouldn't have been had otherwise. Right. Um. So yeah, thank you for participating in the socials. Thanks. We're gonna go ahead. Because we got other segments for y'all But um, before I do that I have to ask my friends Yes. What we about to do 
I got a second. I got. Um, you got a word on the street. I got a. Um, I got your back. You okay. got. I got your back. All right, bet. I have a segment about nothing. Amber got a gym. Yeah, I'll have one. I'll, I will have one by the time. All right, bet. <laughs> finish. Um. So for those of y'all watching us on live, when we're in the studio and we get to talking and we get to getting into the segment, sometimes time goes ahead of us and we don't necessarily have time. Um, to actually get to everything. Today, we've been fortunate enough to be allotted a little bit more time, so we're going to go ahead and finish out this show, mm -hmm. but expeditiously. Right. Um, Joe is about to bring you a segment called I Got Your Back. Um, Joe, who who we got this week? So, you know, um, for those of you that um, are, are um, new to the people's podcast we um i got your back segment is um more so i like to support i like to support the the black owned businesses yes. the small businesses because you know um who better person to have your back than than your brother and your sisters because i am your brother's keeper um, you know, during this time is the best time for you to, um, the holiday season. Um, and for those of you that tuned into my show yesterday, um, of the kickback, I was saying how, you know, this season is like really, really, um, important for our small businesses, mm -hmm. our black owned businesses to support each other. Why? Because it's just like, yo, we have so many creatives out there yes. um just like amber said in our um in her in her uh happy hour segment it was like she was on a uh, of someone's uh favorite things like show it was just like it's so great to see that there's a lot of people out there our people that have businesses and they are being presented on a multitude of platform a multiple of platforms um so today's i got your back segment uh i want to shout out to um a person that has not only been my colleague but she's also been my friend um and we met in the um in the healthcare industry and you know the moment that we met i feel like it was like a, a like a ultimate like connection and i want to shout out her business um that goes by the name of transform her so um, the CEO and founder, uh, Rosalina Twine, um, has a business called Transform Her. And Transform Her is about taking your look and personal happiness to the next level. Yes. Um, thinking, think about when you say, think about the word transformation. And it's just like trusting that process. Um, you may not understand where you're going to end up, but if you trust that process, it's going to allow you to transform into a different person than you were when you started. Mm -hmm. And I really love what I have seen from her business mm -hmm. because it went from what from her uh transformation of selling hair to her now selling beads and her being this motivational woman that allows her clients to um 
jot down their journey from start to finish because she sells journals as well. And it's very, 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 very good. Mm -hmm. Um, Amber, Uh. Amber uh, (laughs) purchased one of her um, items. And I love the fact that her delivery package says... I'm what you've been waiting for. Like, do you understand when you get something in the mail and it's just like, just like I said, in my happy hour, communication is the key. And if it is what I've been waiting for, I know my time is now. So her bag and I and I love the fact that it says it, it, it's this is what you've been waiting for because it's just like wow so that that tells me like yo y'all need to get her stuff now because this is what you've been waiting for so I'm gonna let Amber open her delivery um, on air and let's see what she got yes so shout out to the homie um, just to kind of piggyback off of what Joe said um, Rosalina and I had a conversation this was years ago. Um, probably around the time that I first met her. I don't know if it was one or two years ago. Um, But, you know, she had asked me about building a brand. And I knew she was selling hair at the time. And I'm like, you know, whatever you need, like, let me know. Um, And that kind of fizzled out. So to kind of see, like, her get this popping. And this is a complete brand, y'all. Like, let me tell you how Sis is not just selling bundles. Like, she is selling an entire experience. Right. And that is what not, I mean, not only because she is now, like, I consider her a friend, but, like, not because she's a friend, but, like, I feel like I am, in, you know, you know, pouring into something that's just going to be so amazingly great um, in the future, if not already, um, by purchasing something from her. So my, my package did come today. And like Joe said, um, her, her bag says, hello, I'm what you've been waiting for. This is the package. I opened it, but I didn't take the stuff out yet. Um, cause I wanted to make sure it was a very authentic reaction to see what I got. I mean, I know what I bought, but I felt like it was some extra stuff in there. So I'm going to pull out, well, this is just what's on top. Oh, this is cute. Oh, that's very cute friend. That's very cute. So she put in there, y'all really can't see this over there, um, but this is like an iridescent, I'm going to say like little makeup bag, and on it says, I decide my vibe. Mm. That's lit. This is very lit. Y'all can see it changing colors in the light. I did not order this. She put this in there, and that's something that I totally appreciate from a small business when they just add little extra shit in there for you. Um, I think that's really amazing. Um, so she added that in there and then I think this is what I did order. Yes, it is. So this is my hat that I got. Yeah, I really can't see it, but the hat says transformation loading. And I just want to jump into an analysis of this product right here, because when I saw she offered this, I thought it was so ingenious. First of all, sis sells hair. This is a product that she sells that you can literally wear on your way to her shop or to her store while your hair is getting ready to get done because your transformation is loading. Do you understand? Mm. Your transformation of your hair is loading and you got the hat. Now, the double entendre Mm. is that even if you're not getting your hair done, even if you're a man who does not get your hair done, Right. You just exclaiming to the people, 
that your transformation is loading, your spiritual transformation, your financial transformation, your business transformation, whatever it may be, there's a transformation that's loading and you are speaking it in affirmation into existence that your transformation is loading and you, the, the triple, I'll say triple entendre is that now you are inspiring someone because it's like, damn, that has a transformation loading. Well, let me get my transformation popping. So, uh, Rosalina, baby, I don't know if you're on his live right now, but you did a phenomenal job with this right, product. Right, 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 right. When I saw that you put this on Joe's show and I saw Joe had it, I said, oh, I'm getting that hat. It's so many meanings and I don't even know if all those things I just talked about were part of your development of that product. But baby, yes, you're welcome. You're very welcome. Um, it's, a, it's, it's just an amazing hat. You know what I'm saying? And it literally brings every part of your business together. She, like Joe says, she offers journals. She she offers waste beads that have meaning. The journal has a meaning. Um, everything she offers literally has a meaning. Um, you're not just purchasing someone, something from someone um, where they just ordering something from AliExpress and then they reselling it to you. No, she has put thought. Um, she has put love. She has put vibes. Mm -hmm. into everything that she has created and when you purchase from her you should feel that transformation of energy from what she put in because from what i understand she got her incense going when she's packaging shit up she got her 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 sage and all these other things so whatever positive vibe she's putting in the shit that she's feeling when she's packaging up her products it's going to be transformed and and given to you as the consumer when you purchase it so um, sweetheart, many kudos to you. I wish you nothing but success. Thank you so much for my gift. This is really dope. Keep this up. Uh, keep this up. If y'all don't know, uh, Rosaline, you in the chat, put your name in there right now for everybody right, right, that's right. watching. Put your at name for your business so that people can know uh, where to purchase and get their hats. And this is not the only thing she sells, y'all. She sells t-shirts. She sells jewelry. Right. She sells hats. She sells waist beads. She sells, she sells hair. She sells a whole experience for right, you to right, transform right, right. yourself. So I really appreciate that. And I'm glad that I was able to purchase something from your brand in the beginning stages. Because when you hit it big, I could say, well, I, got that I, was, I was on the train from the beginning. Right. You, you know, know, I can appreciate that. <laughs> there was no coincidence that I had my hat on today. Yes. And Amber would say, oh, I have my delivery from Rosalina. I was like, oh. Uh, perfect right um that who that that's the person that was gonna be on my um on my i got your back segment and i like we said we love an experience yes. she sells an experience and she sells a vibe i i described it as if you 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 ever listen to a song and uh, it may you may have been, been in, a, in a happy mood but once you listen to the song it um it puts you in a certain mood. Right. And it was like, damn, I wasn't even here. Yeah. She sells an experience. And I love the fact, like, you put the analogy of this hat is unisex. Yes. Transformation. I didn't even think of the fact that you said going to the beauty salon, going to pick up your hair. Like, if I'm going to get my hair done, I'm putting this hat on because my transformation is loading. Because when I leave the hair salon. I'm be somebody else. Honey, I'm Who is she? Okay. Who is she? And, <laughs> and she does have... Um, a portion of her hairline that's like, that that is like who is she? Yeah, 
And it's like crazy. Like I didn't even think of it because you know I ain't got no hair, but it's like damn. <laughs> <laughs> but like yo, the fact that it's like transformation loading. I just had the the like I I love the fact that yo your transformation is always loading because like we've always evolving. We always evolving into mm-hmm. someone a new level of our life so i just um love the fact that um you did this i love the fact extra get uh, extra gifts when yeah. i when me and rosalina a couple weeks ago went out to to brunch it was like she was like oh i have something for you and she just gave me the hat i was like oh that's the hat i wanted i would i would have like she was like nah i was like damn you know this is the vibe that I like to experience because she did it with intentions. She makes things with a purpose and she understands that everything that she makes and she delivers to you is made with love and it's not made with negative intentions. So mm-hmm. if you are interested in anything um, that she has to offer, you can find her at www transformheressentials.com again if you didn't grab your pen fast enough that's www.transformheressentials.com and the grade that I would like to give uh, Transform Her Essentials is an A plus and thank you for the great 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 customer service yes. we love you Thank you, Jojo, for that I Got Your Back segment. Thank you for trans- Transform Her. Um, if you guys didn't get that, run that um, this episode right on back and get that website so you can order yours today or tomorrow. But make sure you get it. You don't want to be late on that train. Yes. Because let me tell you, <laughs> everybody got the hats and I don't have a hat. <laughs> Transform Her. <laughs> Uh, Rosalina, Rosalina. Girl. girl, I'm gonna need my hat because I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> um, but uh, just quick, quickly moving along because we, you know, we be having a lot to talk we to y'all do. about. We be having a lot, like we could really be here all night talking to y'all. But I'm gonna give y'all a quick segment about nothing. Um, a segment about nothing is a mental health segment that I like to bring to the people on the podcast. You know, the people that listen, the people that watch online and um, might not be able or, or they have not tuned into their mental health the way that they should have. And maybe this little piece of segment, the few words that I have to say will make you start to think and maybe start to take better care of yourself. I had to scroll back in my like safe posts off of Instagram Mm -hmm. um, because I really didn't know. And it's funny because somebody asked me. I mean, maybe yesterday, like, mm-hmm. how do you guys figure out what you're going to talk about? Well, I'm like, well, we know what we kind of about to talk about every week. Yeah. But we also have our own separate segments. Um, and, you know, when I have to go to my segment, usually I have to think about my day and figure out, like, the things I have went through through my day. Yeah. But um, it didn't really happen like that for me today. So I went back in my save post and I scrolled on my save post on Instagram just to see what things, like, kind like like still sit with me. And I found a post that was posted by another podcast I listened to. But the original post came from a young woman on Twitter by the name of Ashley Sarah, mm-hmm. And she posted... Um, In this season of being a black woman, 
I just want to be held, hugged, and taken care of. Mm-hmm. I'm not every woman. It is not all in me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm actually tired, mm-hmm. and I would like help. Mm-hmm. Um, Talk about that. And, you know, that's something for me personally as a black woman that's kind of hard to say out loud, but yeah. I be screaming that shit from the inside. Yeah. Um, and I think that a lot of sisters can relate to it, and I think a lot of brothers can too. Because they keep a lot of things inside that they feel like they Mm -hmm. can't scream out loud. Mm -hmm. Um, Being honest and transparent makes you, like, vulnerable. Mm -hmm. But I say be honest and transparent anyway. Because if you don't express that to people, if you don't express that to your mother, to your father, to your family, to those people who are constantly wanting from you, yeah. they will constantly take from you without pouring anything back into hmm. you. And then they will oh, walk God. all over you. They don't even care. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's because you've allowed them to do that. Mm-hmm. But once you start to speak for yourself, be honest and transparent, it will create the boundary that you always wanted to create for so long. Mm -hmm. Because once you start to say certain things, you don't got to be like, all right, it's not like that with me. But if you tell them, I'm tired, I actually don't feel like being there for you today. I actually need somebody to be there for me. Um, It will create a boundary to where they will form uh, more of a respect for your time, more of a respect for your energy, and they will keep in mind that you have feelings also. Because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, we always catch ourselves being there for other people. And then when it's our time, we trying to take care of ourselves. But mm-hmm. we never even allowed people to be there for us for real. Right. Because mm-hmm. we never said anything. Right. right. So although being honest and transparent will make you feel vulnerable, be honest and transparent anyway. Fact. And that's a segment about nothing. That was good. That was good, friend. That was good. Yep. So you know, after I finished talking about stuff like that, Amber about to drop something on you, child. <laughs> you know, she be having the things to say. So right. we gonna move right into the next segment. This is a segment called Amber's Little Gems. Um. So, being that it's the beginning of the month, mm-hmm. um, I think it's important for me to say out loud that I've been slipping on my pimping, so to speak. And um, I'm interested. I created an outlet for myself to kind of, you know, focus on my self-love journey and do all these things. And I haven't posted since November 1st and here it is December 3rd. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm going to allow this to be my springboard um, to rejuvenate or re-spark or jump the energy that needs to be jumped um you know for that portion of me and i hope that this is something that resonates within y'all so i'm gonna give you because i will not talk to you probably or you won't hear my voice probably until december 12th or 13th and just how we do like the 12 days of christmas i'm gonna give y'all 12 affirmations for the month of december Hmm. um for December 1st through the 12th. So mm-hmm. for the, the first is, one, I ease into the season of love, light, and celebration gently. Two, today I explore possib- possibilities during this season. 
three for today. Today, I let my creativity run wild. Four, today, I enjoy the gift of play and delight my inner child. Five, I embrace the healing power of nature, which includes plants, animals, and beloved pets. Six, today, I honor the gift of my life by enjoying self-care measures. Seven, I look for ways to express gratitude and love for myself and others. Eight, I open my heart just a little wider and receive divine love. Nine, today I embrace the gift of cheerfulness. Ten, I welcome the season of love and light and glorious wonder. Eleven, today I count and share my blessings. And twelve, I seek peace. Amen. Thank you. Amber, that was good. You don't need Can to you? sound so sad when you say these things. I try not to, no, I it's try just, <laughs> but it makes the people think. Because when she said um, something about letting your creativity run wild, right. that spoke to me. Right. Because it's like sometimes they'd be like, hmm, I got an idea, but you know, let yeah. me go do this because right. I got to pay this bill yeah. and I got to take care of this. And yeah. this person need me to do that. But when your creativity comes to you, beloved, let that shit And that's go. literally for today, Thursday, mm-hmm. December 3rd. Today, right. I let my creativity run wild. Thank you for right. that. Dope, yeah. dope, 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 dope. Yo, this has been... Um, such a good episode i think yes. we gave the people a lot of things yeah we did oh I, I almost feel a certain type of way about us sharing this on live right now because i feel like i want y'all to subscribe on all the platforms that you listen to podcasts right. at in order <laughs> to get the shit that we just gave y'all right. today but anyway we happy that y'all is here Thank you for tuning in. What um, I had on the agenda is for us to get into this letter, but we'll save this letter for next week. And what we will do is get into final thoughts. Final thoughts is a segment where we're going to leave y'all with one last word before we get up out of here. Um, my friends got final thoughts? I yeah, do. I, do I do too. Totally do. I'll go first. Okay. okay. So I'll, get y'all, I'll get out y'all here. Um, y'all ready? Uh-huh. You want to get your pens out? 10, 9, It's okay to be sad about something that you thought you had healed from. Not actually taking the notes. <laughs> it is okay to be sad about something that you thought you had healed from. And I have one more. Okay. You know what? I'm feeling generous today. Oh, that's nice. I'm feeling generous today because my girl, Rosalina, I hope you're still in the chat. And if you're not, it's okay. But she gave me my, my confirmation that when I posted this today, I posted the right thing. It says, I'm just happy I didn't end up. With who I thought I wanted to end up with. Hmm. Hallelujah. I'm Ooh, just thought. Wants and needs. Wants and today. needs. Wants and needs. Um, so my final thought for tonight. Um uh, you would think this was the final episode of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> um, because the way that I thought about this is just like uh it's crazy because you know, um, my uh my journey <laughs> in 2020 has been um i don't want to say it's one for the record books but it's just like it's one because uh one that you can appreciate mm-hmm. 
and um um I'm going to give two final thoughts, too. Mm-hmm. And the final, the two final thoughts come from yours, yours truly. Um, thank, I want to thank my sisters for um, entitling, entitling me with this name. And ever since um, this name was birthed, um, I took it and I ran with it. Um, it's called Your Daily Cup of Joe. Mm. And every month... Before the month of December, everything was like from someone else, and and I'm like December came, and I'm like, well, Joe, you need to start doing your thing, mm-hmm. because the best part of waking up is wake, Joe, Joe in your cup is a is a cup of Joe in your cup in mm-hmm. your cup because mm-hmm. it's just like you never know what what you need in the morning. You may need double shot of espresso. That's what I like. You may need a cup of tea. You you don't know what you need, but whatever Ice it is. Ice caramel macchiato. Everything. Frappuccinos, whatever. But you never know what you're going to wake up to. Um, so my first uh, positive affirmation for the month of December is called, there's no better person to get the job done than you. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing that is meant for you can be taken or stolen hallelujah so when you think that it's not meant for you if the people can't handle it and you feel like it's for you that's baby it's a gift and you don't have to wait till december 25th to, to open it right my second um final thought for for this episode is um to fly you have to give up Everything that's weighing you down. Uh-huh. Um, when you have, when when you're a little birdie, there's you, you learning how to fly, and there's certain things like that's that's weighing you down. Your fear, um, uh, falling, it's a lot of things. But listen, as long as you let go of all that baggage of the past, the people that you were that you thought you were supposed to be with, and now you're with your prince charming or your princess um, charming, I guess mm-hmm. you are so happy that you are packing light, and you will pack yeah, light going light. forward. Right. So right. You know, don't be a bag lady. Right. 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 So you know. Um, if you guys aren't following me, you can follow me at joe.b.herd and you can get more positive affirmations for months to come. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Bring it on <laughs> home, Asia. Yes. Well, you know, um, I've said this final word a lot of time, but I'm going to expound upon it because um, I read something else on Instagram that I kept in my save posts for a while and I scrolled down and I'm like, Asia, you save stuff like this because one thing um, always holds true in me and that I try to be um, and is that it costs you nothing to be nice. Mm-hmm. And I read a post that says you never really know the true impact you have on those around you Mm -hmm. you never know how much someone needed that smile you gave them Mm -hmm. you never know how much your kindness turned someone's entire life around Mm -hmm. you never know how much someone needed that long hug or that deep talk so don't wait to be kind oh my phone just died (laughs) um but basically you need to go to a post it's on my page and i don't know like Uh, it's fine um, but um, 
Yeah, don't wait to be kind. And it brings me back to a memory of um, in this time, in this season, where um, my family um, found out that my uncle had passed away and he had killed himself Mm -hmm. in his house. He shot himself in the head. And he was the uncle that he always had jokes. He was a comedian. He was just funny you would never think but that's that's how we all go through life we you would if something happens on you would have never thought you would have never thought but just think about how simple your kind word could have have turned somebody's life around cost you nothing to be nice I, I i saw a documentary of a young man who walked across the golden gate bridge and went over the railing and there was this, this guy who knows that people jump off the golden gate, gate bridge and he frequents that bridge so much that he happened to pass by that day that that young man crossed that railing and he talked that man 92 minutes off of that railing mm. it costs you nothing beloved Because you never know what somebody else is experiencing. And um, I know we don't think about it. And it's not something that's in the forefront of our minds. But if you just think about that, you passing by somebody in the street, say good morning. I say good morning to people that don't say shit back to me, but they don't pay me no never mind. Because it costs you nothing to be nice. That good morning or that hello, how you doing, could change somebody's life. And that is the 79th episode of the people's podcast with that being said i would like to thank 15 minutes of fame for allowing us to be here i would like to thank my friends and i would always like to thank you listeners for tuning in and with that being said i'm just gonna tell y'all thank you for being a friend oh 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 yeah travel down the road and back again and we started from the bottom your heart is true or a pal and a confidant (laughs) (laughs) i'm actually not even gonna finish joe i love your vocals friend because you was giving us the real vocals and I, I i i wish i could sing like you i don't know if that was shade no no i'm not being shady i'm oh. just saying you doing it good and i wasn't prepared to do it that good okay all right y'all we're gonna get the fuck out of here <laughs> we're gonna see y'all later bye i'll see you next week <laughs>